The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy One. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. And good evening and welcome to the Dowling Catholic High School Gym. Alongside Steve Devenny, I'm Mark Amadillo as they are getting set for tonight's CIML Central Conference and Iowa Conference crossover game between Dowling Catholic and Ankeny Centennial. I'm joined tonight by Steve Devenny and Coach, the Grandview Hall of Famer, the all-everything coach on the side, doing everything the right way. Welcome, and it's the final week of the regular season for the girls and we've got a, well, I don't want to call it a bracket buster, Steve, but we've got an interesting game because this could be a big seeding game. Centennial and Dowling both in the top ten. Dowling hoping to get a home seed in the top eight. And Centennial trying to hold on to their top seed, if so to speak, as the brackets come out tomorrow. And uh, welcome to the broadcast, sir. Yeah, thank you. It's going to be uh, a great ball game tonight between two top ten opponents, uh, both with uh, basketball-rich traditions. And uh, it's, uh, th- this should be a very fine game tonight for the kids. Oh, it certainly should. And we've got uh, uh, these two teams, Ankeny, Centennial, and Dowling, used to be in the same conference. They, they rotate the conference in the CIML uh, every, uh, every two years, as you know, Steve. So we do not see, um, we do not see those uh, uh, Centennial twice. I talked to Coach uh, DeYoung, the Centennial head coach, last night, and I said, hey, I used to – See you home and home. He says, yeah, they rotate the conferences. Now we got longer drives. We go to Mason City. <laughs> That's true. Mason City, Marshalltown, and Fort Dodge. Yeah. And I said, just be careful of Marshalltown. There's a couple of statues that are we're trying to find. And he <laughs> says, oh, uh, Davini and Boston? I've heard you guys talk about that. <laughs> yeah. No, Scott DeYoung and I go back, uh, I don't know, over 30 years. When oh. I was first out of college, I used to referee some high school basketball. When you're a, when you're a rookie, you go out into the smaller communities and and cut your teeth, and I was up at Colo Nesco That's doing, where he was, yeah. doing six on six with Coach DeYoung. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what the travel rule even meant, but uh, <laughs> he was kind to me, and uh, I've known him ever since. Our daughters uh, roomed for one semester up at University of Northern Iowa together, uh, and so uh, we go back, way back, and he's a, a first-class individual and a Hall of Famer with seven state championships. It just uh, He's a delight to talk to, and I'll tell you what, uh, his teams are always well prepared, and they lead the state in defense, giving up just 33.2 uh, points a game. We'll talk about that in our uh, keys to the game, with uh, presented by DeArmond Ford and Enola. We'll come up with that later, but uh, very tough defensively. And, and I'll tell you what, Dowling's going to have their hands full. It's a one-time meeting this year because we go into the postseason next week. But uh, this has got to be the, the, the toughest that Dowling's going to be guarded tonight. Well, except for Johnston, except for Waukee, and except for Valley. Other than that, uh, Coach the young team, they just come out and guard you. No, I think that's right. I think that Johnston and Waukee have very good enthusiasm and uh, great athleticism and all that. But I think Scott is the the founder of of the good perimeter, full court, physical defense. He he invented it in this league, and uh, a lot of it I don't want to put – make excuses early or put too much pressure on the officials. But sometimes when you play his teams, it depends upon how the game is called because if it's if the officials are calling it fairly close, sometimes his good defenders have a, ch- a tendency to get into foul trouble. But uh, if they let it go a little bit, then it becomes uh, 
advantage Centennial. Well, we'll see how that all transpires. Of course, uh, uh, the Centennial Jaguars under Coach DeYoung is eighth year. Ironically, Ankeny Centennial girls and boys have both. Uh, <laughs> he's coming up here to, to say something to you. I think he says, can I shoot up one of your daughters? You go ahead and take that, Steve. But uh, uh, the Centennial Jaguars, both the girls and boys coaches, Scott DeYoung on the girls' side and Bob Fontana on the boys, uh, they've both been there since the inception of the school, which is now in its eighth year. And uh, Coach Young has uh, led them to a state title in his short period of time there. But uh, the Jaguars come in. They've won six out of the last eight games. Uh, their only losses this year were number 10 Valley on the road at Valley, uh, 61-47, back on January 9th, right off the Christmas and New Year's break. And their other loss was last Tuesday night, a week from tonight. Uh, they lost at home to... Uh, number two, Waukee, 56-46. That's the Jags' only two losses. They won five in a row before uh, losing last Friday. And, uh, again, they have not played many top 10 or 15 teams, just Waukee and Valley. So uh, they haven't seen the, the battle of the CIML, but that's not their fault. That's just something that, you know, that's realistic. And tonight they're going to get a top 10 team in Dowling Catholic. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, coming into the game, Mark, if I had to guess, It'll be a very, very tightly contested match, and, and, and we'll see. I mean, I could, obviously, every game's different. And, uh, but I would guess this probably goes down to the wire against two teams that are very evenly matched. When you start talking about strength of schedule, the Jags haven't played quite the schedule the Maroons have, so the Maroons are probably more battle-tested, but um, that, that won't matter. The, the, Scott will have these kids ready. Oh, for Dowling Catholic, they come in with the number nine ranking. Their record is nine and four. We mentioned Centennial. They're ranked fifth, and uh, their record is 11 and two. Dowling coming off, they've won six out of their last eight games. Uh, lost to number one Johnston and number four Southeast Polk here during that uh, eight game stretch. And they're coming off a win on uh, Friday night as they defeated uh, Urbandale 40 to 28 in a very low scoring game. Urbandale's defense wasn't too bad on Friday, but that was senior night, a lot happening, and the Maroons get the win, and, uh, you know, get, that sets us up for this week. doesn't get any easier as number one Johnson's on the horizon for Dowling on Friday, this Friday, but tonight it's uh, Centennial, and the Maroons, uh, you know, Lexi Bowles and, uh, I, I tell you, Lexi and Emma Gipple are, are two of the glues, but when the Maroons can shoot the outside shot with the three guards, McVeigh, Tobias, and Wishman, they're a pretty balanced team, but you got to neutralize turnovers and obviously shoot well. And there's a lot of factors that go in, and this ought to be that sets up for an interesting matchup with the Centennial team we were talking about earlier. Yeah, no, no question about it. And I think that Centennial, just reputation alone, Urbandale last uh, time we were together on Friday, they, they slipped into a 2-3 zone, and that proved to be very effective as they were sagging in on the post on Lexi Bowles and held her uh, in single digits. Uh, Centennial might have watched that film. They might not have watched the film, but it won't matter. Scott DeYoung can't even spell zone defense. So it's going <laughs> to be pressure, man, all night. And you're going to have to – we're going to find out how good a shape the uh, the kids are in also because uh, they'll, they'll get after you the full length of the court. And uh, you'll know that you've been in a heated contest when this is over. No question about it. Uh, along with Steve Devenny, I'm Mark Amadale, pregame here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. We want to welcome them to our simulcast. We're going to take a one-minute break. Uh, I want to remind you, our uh, supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy One. Of course, CISN will be playing their ads when we take this break. 
It's Dowling and Ankeny Centennial. Early start, 5 o'clock here at the Dowling Gym. And we'll be back with more after these messages. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And welcome back to the Dowling Catholic High School Gym. As you can see, if you're watching on CISN.TV, see, I got a coach to wave to me. Yeah, there you, you had, go. You had Coach DeYoung and I, I had Coach <laughs> Danner. That's okay. He was, are, uh, they're, try, they're trying to get some friendly comments from us. I, mean, I understand how it works. Do you think they really miss the media and press road down there? They I, put us I, up here in the balcony. I know. I know. <laughs> Mark Evadale, Steve DeVinney, thanks for joining us tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio. Back in the studio, we have the dynamic duo of uh, Jeff Piggott and Mr. Uh, Mr. Brady back there, Brady Grimm. I want to thank them for uh, all they do. And, of course, here, CISN, we got Devin Taylor and Jeff Stark. Jeff is doing the uh, camera, and Jeff is right next to me. He's trying to stay out of our way, but he's doing a pretty good job otherwise. And, uh, yeah, we got TV people. and radio, my, uh, my friend. These guys always do a, they always do a great job. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to our uh, keys to the game. This is the uh, keys brought to you in part by our, our good friends from Indianola, as uh, they've been with us throughout the year, and that's uh, the Armand Ford Indianola. Our keys to the game, a family-led business guided by their core values of hard work, trust, honesty, and integrity. Check out the all-new DeArmond Ford in Indianola. And DeArmondFord.com is their website. And Mr. Steve DeVen, the keys to the game tonight for the Centennial Gals, coached by uh, the legendary and Hall of Fame coach, Scott DeYoung. Yeah, as we talked about earlier in the day when, when we had this email exchange, Mark, uh, you know, they're known for their defense. And the Jags are known for their defense, and they're, they're really good at that. Tonight, I think they're going to have to make some perimeter shots to beat the Maroons. Uh, that's not necessarily their trademark, but um, they'll have to have a good shooting night. In addition to that, I think they're going to have to hold uh, the Maroons' leading scorer, Lexi Bowles, uh, to maybe a dozen points or less. You know, Lexi, when Lexi scores in the paint, Maroons are very difficult to beat. If uh, Ankeny Centennial is able to hold her in check, that should help their chances for a, uh, for a W. And, Steve, what about the... Uh... Dowling's keys the game. The Maroons and head coach uh, Kristen Meyer in her fifth year at Dowling. The Maroon keys tonight. Well, I think for the Maroons, you know, we talked about it's an unbelievable stat. The Centennial Jags give up an average of 33 points a game. That's unbelievable in this league. So Maroons are going to have to handle that pressure. It's going to be tough and it's going to be physical. That's just what they do. The Maroons are going to have to handle that. If they don't handle that well, 
Uh, it's going to lead to some transition baskets. That's another key. They're going to have to limit those. They're going to have to make the Centennial beat, the, beat them tonight in a half-court set. All right. That is our keys to the game presented by the Armand Ford Indianola, a family-led business guided by the core values of hard work, trust, honesty, and integrity. Check out the all-new DeArmond Ford in Indianola at DeArmondFord.com. Our thanks to Steve DeVinny for our keys to the game. And now the starting lineups, and we'll start with the visitors from Ankeny Centennial, the Jaguars. Head coach is Scott DeYoung in his eighth year at the, as the Jaguars head coach. 132 wins, 46 losses, 74% winnings percentage, and overall this is his 32nd year. You must have got him in year 10 uh, when you were refereeing his games up at Colo when he was there. What, what year is it, Mark? 32 for Scott. Yeah. So overall. I must have had him in his first year, two or three, something like that. that was, you know, it goes back a while. Well, he's accomplished. He just had his 650th win a few weeks ago. Uh, 657 wins now, 165 losses, 80% winning percentage. The assistant coaches for Ankeny include Dave Runchy, Rachel Henders, and Andy Fenn. And Denny Albertson, I want to say shout-out to him. He's watching, I'm sure, on CISN.TV. He has taken a sabbatical this year. Hopefully he'll be back next year as a volunteer coach. Let's take a look at the Jags. Uh, one guard, Bella Robin, a 5'8 senior, averaging just over seven points and leads the team with seven and a half rebounds. Sure, we're number two. The other guard is Avery Porter, Porter a 5'6 sophomore, averaging five and a half points, leads the team with two and a half assists. Sure, we're number 10. The other guard is Ellie Street. A 5'10 junior averaging four and a half points. Leads a team with 19 steals and nine blocks. And sure, number 40. And at one forward, Jackie Pippett, a 5'11 senior, averaging seven and a half points. Leads a team with a 95% free throw percentage. And she will wear number 15. And the other forward is Maggie Phipps. Phipps, a 5'11 senior, averaging 19 points. And leads a team with points and made threes with 36 threes. And an 88% free throw shooter. The young lady is heading to Drake University next year after transferring from North Polk last year. So it'll be Robin, Porter, Tippett, Phipps, and Street, the five on the floor for the Jaguars. And now for the for the Dowling Catholic Maroons, they're wearing the white uniforms tonight. The head coach is Kristen Meyer in her fifth year, 86 wins, 23 losses, 11th year overall after coming over from Nevada. They will start Ella McVeigh, a 5'7 senior, along with Margaret Tobias, a 5'6 senior, and Maddie Wishman, a 5'7 senior, the three guards. Emma Gipple is a forward, 5'10 junior, wearing number 23, and Lexi Bowles, a center, number 35, a 6'2 senior. That's a look at our starting lineups. We're going to take a break and come back with the start of tonight's game to tip off. But first, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer with Father Ryan Andrew here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, President of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
And welcome back to the Dabbling Catholic High School Gymnasium. Along with my broadcast partner, Steve Davini, I'm Mark Amadale. Coach Davini is indeed the Hall of Famer at uh, Grandview University and uh, Senior Vice President of Investments and Branch Manager, Raymond James and Associates. And uh, so we've got an expert lineup as I'm trying to, to describe to our <laughs> Mark. Our listeners and our viewers tonight, Mr. Mark, you're, you're the Hall of Famer at Dowling. You're the softball Hall of Fame umpire. <laughs> I'm just filling in. I, I mean, I you guys, you, you guys asked me if I had a pulse, and I did. And so <laughs> you, you gave me the job. Uh, but I sure enjoy it. Well, we love having you around as, uh, you know, even some of the coaches that I've noticed. Coach Wilson, athletic director, talk about a future Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, when Tom, whenever he decides to hang it up. They really like you, and so the basketball coaches. I, I'm impressed after having three kids go through here. Sometimes parents don't kind of leave that way, but uh, not you, my friend. Well, I just love these people. <laughs> All the good they've done for my children. All right, we're underway here, Mr. Deveni, Dowling, and Centennial, Ankeny Centennial. The Jags come in with a record of 11 and two. Dowling nine and four. The Maroons get the ball on the baseline, shut up and good by Lexi Bowles. And it's kind of what you said earlier about keys to the game for Dowling. What they call a straight line drive, and nobody came over to pick her up. All right, uh, Jaguars with the basketball. They work it inside. A shot up, and no good by Maggie Phipps with an offensive rebound for the Jags and Jackie Pippett. So they work it inside to Pippett. She spins, whirls against Bull. Shot is blocked, but a foul called, and Lexi picks up her first foul of the contest. So right. team foul number one on Dowling. Tough one. Our officials tonight, Todd Savage, Scott Cook, and Dave Sutner, free throws coming for Jackie Pippett, and the first one is up and good. Now, did you say, Mark, that she's going to go play college softball, or I mean uh, volleyball or basketball? Jackie is heading to Nyack to play basketball, but okay. she played volleyball at Centennial. Okay. Second free throw good. Mr. Devaney, we're tied at two. Her, uh, her father played uh, basketball on the south side at Lincoln High School years ago. Oh, my goodness. That line of pippets, all right? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. quite a few of them. Dowling with the basketball. Runes with their uh, three guards, McVeigh, Tobias, Wishman. With the basketball is Tobias. She's cut off. Maroons doing their dribble weave. Here's Bowles outside the three-point arc. And now looks to spot up Kent. Now they post up McVeigh inside, and she draws the foul. Of course, this Ankeny defense, the Centennial defense, rather, is going to make the Maroons work. They get Porter for the foul. Avery with her first. Porter, a 5-6 sophomore. Runs will inbound the ball. So we've had a foul on each team in the first uh, minute and three seconds. McVeigh throws it in, gets the two bowls. Lexi now with Dowling going four out, one in. She leaves it for Tobias. Now gets it out to Gipple. Down the lane, underhand scoop shot, good. She went through some traffic to get that one down. It's a big-time drive right there by Emma. With her first two points, four to two Dowling. Jags the other way. In traffic. Jack. And now a steal by Dowling. Gipple with the steal on the uh, pass that time. And now a pull-up jumper up and an offensive foul called to wipe the basket away from Gipple after she stole it away from Jackie Pippen. So Emma with her first foul, second team foul on Dowling. Jaguars in their visiting dark uniforms, white numbers. They got the black on tonight, it looks like. Yep. As 
They go left to right towards the north basket here at the Dowling Gym. And of course, Maroon's a home team, white uniforms, maroon numbers and trim. Both teams in man-to-man defense. Dowling stays man. They post up inside Pippet on the left side. Her shot is blocked by Bulls, and they're going out of bounds off Pippet. So it'll be Dowling basketball and good defense that time by Lexi. Yeah, very good defense. You know, when, when Pippet starts to drive you, take a deep breath and wonder if that might pick up her second foul on Lexi, but uh, she stayed away from the body contact and blocked it off of Pippet and out of bounds to the Maroons. Pippet at 5'11", a senior. Bulls at 6'2", and a senior. Here's McVeigh down the lane. Her shot up off the glass. Good. Help defense that time by Centennial and Bella Robin, but McVeigh gets it to fall, and it's 6-2 Dowling. Maroons by four. Maroons have an early uh, aggressive attitude, dribble drive penetration. Here's Phipps, the Drake recruit, putting it in from the free throw line. Nice little dribble to get her uh, game going, and Maggie Phipps averaging 19 points leading Centennial. Cuts the score to 6-4 to Dowling. 5.20 remaining first quarter from the Dowling Gym as we simulcast tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. If you're watching on CISN, it's CISN.TV, the website. It's also on YouTube. Here's McVay down the lane again. Her shot up and no good, but drew the foul. Looks like shipping this time, I think. I think it'll be a shooting foul also, yep. Steve. I think that's right. And they are going to get... Uh, oh, on street? They're going to get the, uh, Ellie Street, the third guard for Ankeny, who the foul and McVeigh with the free throw that's good. She now has three points. Tonight's game here on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One, Kemen, and Dental Associates. Mark Amadale, Steve Devinney tonight. Second free throw no good. Robin with the uh, rebound for Centennial. And now we go the other way with Fitz. Down the lane. She goes right side. Her shot up. Partially blocked by Bowles. And the rebound put up by Ankeny, it's no good. Pippet had her shot blocked and out of bounds to Centennial. And so the Jags with some offensive rebounding there. Yeah, good good slurry, but the help defense had to come over, and then we were out of position for rebounds. And uh, Centennial with uh, two or three offensive rebounds. Now an illegal screen, I think. Yep, they're going to get Bella Robin with the illegal screen. So both teams with two fouls each. Maroon starting their substitution pattern. Julia Moore, 5'6", sophomore, averaging four and a half points. And 20 steals on the year. Checks into the Dowling line. A 13 foul on Ankeny, Centennial. And it's 7-4 Dowling with 4.45 remaining here in the first quarter. Moore, dribble handoff to McVeigh out beyond the three-point line. Left wing. Now McVeigh dribbles to the right side. Backs in against Avery Porter. Now in the corner for Gippel. Pull-up jumper, no good. Fight for the rebound. And Tiffett comes away with it for the Jags. Down court it goes to Porter. Top of the key to Robin. Robin, a bounce pass, and she thought Phipps was going to go one way. She went the other. Turnover against the Jaguars. Yeah. Excellent uh, hand in the passing lane there by Julia Moore to cause that turnover. And uh, as you say, they weren't sure if it was they were going to be a, a, dri- a dribble handoff or it was going to be a, a backdoor cut. And the result is out of bounds uh, in favor of the Maroons. Dowling's done a good job of cutting their turnovers down. They were up near 18, 19 a game, and now Moore is guilty of the travel. So Julia turns it over for Dowling. Probably should have handed the ball off there to uh, Ella McVeigh. There were two defenders waiting for her. McKenna Clark, number 11, checks in for Centennial, the 5'7 sophomore, averaging 6.5 points. 
for the Maroons, uh, Olivia Bailey just checked in for uh, Lexi Bowles. So the only gal that, and she's available tonight for Dowling, who's been in the rotation, Lauren Frerich, sat out a few games, injured her ankle in the game we did in, at Southeast Polk, but she is ready tonight to come off the bench and provide that spark for the Maroons. She has not been in yet. All right, here is Ellie Street with the dribble handoff. Goes to Phipps in the lane. Her shot off the glass. Good. Maggie Phipps with her fourth point. Very creative on the dribble. Seven to six, Dowling. Phipps cuts the Dowling lead to one, and the Maroons now with the basketball. Now, here's McVeigh, a catch and shoot from three. It's no good. And Olivia Anderson in there for Ankeny with the rebound. So Coach DeYoung has went to his bench. And now whistling the foul in transition on Dowling. That time, Julia Moore got caught with a reach as opposed to uh, moving her feet. Now we're going to see Lexi Bowles check back in for Dowling as McVeigh and Gipple check out. Uh, Margaret Tobias also checked back in. And Mark. Tobias re-enters the lineup. She was a starter. Thank you, Steve. 3.20 remaining. First quarter, 7-6, to six, Dowling Catholic with the lead. Now, fifth with a long three from left wing. It's no good. And it'll be out of bounds. To Dowling as Moore had a hand in her face. Yeah, good job by Julia there. She she just didn't quite have her feet set, and so she she came up short. Julia Moore, five six sophomore, of course. Her twin sister Sarah, number eleven, may get into the game. Julia the left-hander and Sarah the right-hander now in the backcourt, nearly losing the basketball as Tobias, but she tracks it down. Gets it to what the Jags do to you. Left side to Wishman. Now we're to Moore on the baseline. Bounce pass inside. Knocked away nicely by Olivia Anderson. Anderson, a 5'10 junior in the rotation for head coach Scott DeYoung. We haven't seen Lizzie Strom in there yet, number 24, but she is the other reserve that will get into the rotation. Now a bad pass by Bailey. Stolen away by Pippett. She drives down the lane. A layup is up and no good. Rebound Ankeny Centennial. A put back good by Olivia Anderson who ran the floor well. Didn't get her checked out there. Checked off the boards rather. And uh, easy put back. So Centennial back to a, a uh, has its first lead tonight of a, a one point lead with 2.35 remaining here in the first quarter. 8-7 Centennial over Dowling. And now we got a whistle and a foul on the Jags. As dribbling to the basket was the Maroons. And they're going to get McKenna Clark will pick up the foul. 5-7 sophomore. As Lizzie Strom now in the lineup for Centennial. 5-11 senior. Averaging seven points. And the only one missing right now is Cleo Murray, who is back. She was a starter last year, and she is in the lineup now. Number 25 with the left knee on her left brace. And Maroons lob it into Bowles in the lane as she drew the foul. Olivia Anderson, maybe? Yep, her second. Or her first oh, foul, yeah, excuse yeah. me. Thank you, Danny O'Grady. But Cleo Murray, what a story. She played her first game Friday night after blowing out her ACL and MCL this summer, and this is just her second game. And now Bowles is triple team and forces the tie-up. Looks like that'll go back to the Jags. That'll be a jump ball and a turnover for Dowling. Yeah, good. Good. Uh, when she put the ball on the floor, there were two other Jags that came over to help, and uh, <laughs> that was trouble. Triple team. Yeah. Eight to seven. Centennial with the lead. Jags in the front court, left to right in front of us, going towards the north, north basket here at the Dowling Gym, which is partially full because of the restrictions. Now the line of shot is blocked, blocked by Bowles, and that was uh, Cleo Murray's shot. Rebound comes out to Dowling. 
Here's Julia Moore with it. Looking inside the Bulls. She's double teamed. Goes, splits the difference and scores. Strong move by Lexi Bowles, her fourth point. Strong move is right, Mark. Big time strength to go through those two defenders and get the ball up off the glass. That's a pull through and score. Lexi did it really well from that left block. And now a catch and shoot for Phipps. It's no good from the left wing. Rebound Dowling and Bowles. Runs in transition. They're looking up. Tobias with it underneath and lost it. And they say it went out of bounds off of Centennial and Lizzie Strom. So it'll be Dowling basketball. Oh, what are they going to talk about? The clock went bad on us, Mark. Oh, we lost we everything. Lost, we lost connectivity. I believe there should be in the neighborhood of about one minute left in the first quarter. Can we go to replay? <laughs> exactly. There's no exactly. Well, they got to reboot the clock. I think they're going to go with a official's timeout. So we will, too, with. I'm not sure how much time's in the there clock. There it is. There it is. One, 142. Yep. 142 remaining here in the first quarter. Dowling Catholic 9. Did we Centennial lose? Uh, 8, and it's all firing back up. And we're going to take like, a, uh, Coach Crandall, the sophomore football assistant coach. Uh, we're going to take a one-minute break and return here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Professionals for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym after the technical delay with the clocks going out here. Scoreboard's going out. Minute 13 remaining. Dowling Catholic 9. Ankeny Centennial 8. Mark Emmerdale, Steve Devinney. Final 65 seconds and now a steal by Cleo Murray as the Maroons were uh, running their offense and obviously Centennial playing tremendous defense and they get loose to get the steal. And now a shot up and no good by Strom. And a whistle and a foul called on the rebound on Dowling. They're going to get Bowles for her second foul with 55 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. And free throws coming for Centennial. 14 foul on Dowling, five right now on Centennial here, Steve. That's free throws good. Yeah. It appeared that Lexi Bowl on both of those foul calls was straight up and down. And uh, unfortunately, it didn't go that way for the Maroons. Lauren Frerichs for the first time tonight after missing a few games with an injured ankle into the lineup number 31 second free throw is no good by Olivia Anderson and we're tied at nine the ball is knocked out of bounds on the scuffle for or the scramble rather for the rebound it'll be centennial basketball with Phipps to throw it in Lauren Frerichs checked in for Bowles now because Bowles has two there's Phipps with it dribbles in the lane step back on the free throw line pull jumper good nothing but the bottom of the net Maggie Phipps with six first quarter points and Centennial with the two-point lead. Excellent step back. Dowling with the basketball. Here's Tobias with it. 
Tobias now out front after a Wishman dribble drive. Now a long free by Tobias. Up and no good. It hit the uh, dead ball guy wire, if you will, the basket support. That's a dead ball. Out of bounds to Centennial with Ellie Street returning to the lineup and Cleo Murray sitting down. It's good to see Cleo back in there. She uh, played a few minutes Friday night in her first game back, but uh, missed all summer and uh, obviously the early part of the season with that ACL, MCL, and that knee heavily braced, and rightly so. Those injuries are just devastating. Yeah, always happy to see a, a young lady or young man get back before the season's over so they don't miss the entire season. Here's Street with the three. It's no good. Ball rattles around and picked up by Wishman. Here's Dowling with the ball. And McVeigh with it. She turns, shoots with the left hand. Good! A left-handed shot at the buzzer by Alan McVeigh. That's her glove hand, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a big-time shot. And she had the presence of mind to know the situation and know how much time was on the clock. And we're tied at 11. Dowling and Ankeny Centennial here at the Dowling Gym. Back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're underway here in the second quarter from the Dowling Gym. Centennial and Dowling all tied up at 11 and a corner three up and no good by Maddie Wishman. Maroons get the offensive rebound and... A second opportunity, a shot no good by Lauren Fredericks, who checked in right at the end of the first quarter. And Centennial comes away with the rebound. And now McVeigh ties up uh, Pippett right at the free throw line. It'll be Centennial basketball. As uh, Steve Devaney, both teams tied at 11th in a one-quarter play. Dowling was one for one at the free throw line. And Centennial, three of four. Team fouls now. Centennial with five. Dowling with four. Inbounds play. And a nice pass that time from Phipps as she found Pippett for the basket. Screen the screener. We got caught in the screen. Centennial leads 13 to 11, largest lead. Dowling's led by four in that first quarter. Centennial is led by two, which they do now. Dowling in the front court, right to left, towards the south basket here at the Dowling Gym. The basketball is Tobias. Leaves it for oh. Frerichs in the lane and loses it out of bounds. Yep. As she was dribble penetrating, they got a hand on the ball, and then she just kind of panicked and tried to get it to the... Uh, the girl in the corner, I can't. I think that one might have been uh, Wishman. Credit so far tonight to Ellen McVeigh. Boy, she's been everywhere. Offensive rebound, hands in the passing lanes. Uh, led the team with that first uh, quarter with five points out of the team's 11. She's really been a spark plug 
these last few games, and she's picked up her scoring, too. All right, so Teddy with the basketball. This is Bella Robin back in there. Gives it over for Ella Street. There's a little dribble weave. Here's Porter with it. Avery the pass on the right side to Phipps. This is Maggie on the baseline. Cut off nicely by Tobias of Dowling. Now a long three by Phipps is no good. Out of bounds to Dowling. Julia Moore checking into the Dowling lineup. And she'll replace Margaret Tobias. Steve, we want to mention some other games going on tonight. Uh, these will be 6-15 starts. Lincoln is at uh, Johnston, a girl-boy doubleheader. Ames at Southeast Polk. That's also on CISN tonight. Roosevelt at Urbandale and Hoover at Ankeny as we have a whistle and a foul as Dowling takes the ball up. And Avery Porter will pick up her second foul. Now, boys only game, second rank walkie traveling to Bellevue, Nebraska, taking on the number two team out of Nebraska and the number 23 team nationally, Bellevue West, with a record of 18 1. That's a six o'clock wow. tip off. And then another boys-only game, Mason City at number three, Valley tonight. That'll be a 6.30 start at the Bill Coldiron Fieldhouse at Valley High School. So that's getting you up to date on what's going on the CIML tonight. Dowling with the ball. Here's McVeigh in the lane. Her shot up, no good. Ball tipped into the hands of uh, Centennial. Done nicely by Robin. Bella Robin with the tip right into her teammate's hands. Now here's McKenna Clark. Pull-up jumper. Good. Clark. The sophomore with a nice basket there. She has two points. Yeah, good-looking player. I mean, you can tell that she uh, lacks a little bit of experience with some of the other kids have, but she's made some good basketball plays so far tonight. Last foul on Centennial was their 16th foul. Now a corner three up and no good by Frerichs. The ball goes out of bounds to Centennial. That's Jags, too bad. Jags with their largest lead right now of four points. Yeah, they're going to keep grinding on you. They're going to play good defense. Maroons have had some good looks from beyond the arc, but so far... Uh, Unable to, to make any of those threes. They don't have a three-pointer yet so far tonight. Our Jaguars with it. And of course, they have it in their front court now. Here's Pippen with the shot. It's no good. Offensive rebound and put back up and in. That is Ellie Street, the 5'10 junior with the basket. Yeah, with, uh, with Lexi Bowles and those two fouls on the bench, uh, there's not quite the defensive presence down there in the paint to, to guard the rim. Dowling with the ball. This is McVeigh. Frerichs has taken Lexi's spot. We've also seen Olivia Bailey in that uh, spot, so we'll see what happens here. Now pull-up jumper by Julia Moore is off the mark. No good. Dowling is with cold. And the rebound will be Dowling's out of bounds. I say it just tipped out of bounds. We've got a timeout on the floor called by Dowling, and it'll be a 30-second timeout I'm seeing, and we'll go with that. 5.09 yep. remaining. Here in the second quarter, 17 to 11. Ankeny Centennial with the lead over Dowling Catholic. This is the Jaguars' largest lead of six points with 5.09 left to go in the second quarter. And Steve Devaney, your thoughts this far? You talked about uh, your, your keys to the game. We talked earlier about uh, some of the things that Ankeny's going to wear on you. They're going to pick you up full court and uh, try to wear you down. You just have a tendency, and I've been watching Scott's teams for 30 years, but when you play against the, the, the Jaguars, all of a sudden, your shots feel a little bit rushed. Their defensive players are on you a little bit quicker than most other defensive uh, opponents that you've played so far this year. It's why he has uh, 80% winning percentage in his career, and this is his trademark. It's just great defense. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Kemen. Mark Emmerdale, Steve Devenny tonight as Dowling inbounds the ball and is tapped away by Centennial. They're always getting a hand in the passing lane. 
Jags come in, giving up just 33.2 points per contest. That's number one in Class 5A in defense. So see if Dowling can overcome that. And here's Frerich to the lane. Her shot no good, but Gipple with the offensive putback and basket. Emma Gipple with just, just her fourth point here in the first half, 17-13 Jaguars. Important uh, drive there by Frerich. Now with the basketball, it's Cleo Murray. Her shot's no good. Rebound Dowling. Here's Julia Moore with them. Runs want a transition. Ankeny Centennial gets back on defense. Julia in the lane. Now cut off in the left block. Gets it out to McVeigh with four and a half remaining in the half. There's Moore with it. Dribble drives. Gets in the corner to Frerichs. Tries to get it back to the top of the key to Wishman. It's going to be over and back as Wishman tracks it down right in front of Cleo Murray. Here comes Lexi Bowles back with 4.24 to go in the second quarter. Coach taking a little bit of a risk here, and uh, she'll replace uh, Lauren Frerichs. Now, Fran McCaffrey wouldn't do this at Iowa. He just leaves those guys. Two fouls, you're automatically done for a half. I think that's right over in Iowa City. They've been struggling a little bit lately, haven't they? Yeah. Lost four out of five. A little different here. We're going to see Lexi come in and play with two fouls. Guarantee you. The veteran Excellent. coach DeYoung, and now a steal by Dowling. McVeigh kept that alive, tipped it to her teammate. Tobias with the layup. It's no good with the left hand, and a foul on Centennial. And they're going to get McKenna Clark for her second foul. That'll be a 17th foul on Ankeny Centennial. Who, who was that on Clark? Is Clark, that right? yep. That's yeah. her second. Dowling with 14 fouls with 420 remaining here in the second quarter. Big Next. time tip again there, too, Mark, by uh, Ella McVeigh. And the free throw, good. By Tobias. That's her first point of the night. Margaret Tobias, a 78% free throw shooter on the year. Second free throw coming, and it's good. Margaret. Two for two at the line is Tobias. Want to thank Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates for supporting our broadcast all season long on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale, Steve Devinney. Now Phipps in the lane. She has a stolen away by... Uh, Julia Moore, and the ball is loose before, picked up by Gipple. Emma with it, waits her teammates to clear, and gets it to McVeigh with just under four minutes remaining, and Dowling a chance to tie or take the lead as they trail by two here, Steve. Yeah, good defense on that other end of the court there, getting the hand down on the dribble, and then everybody going to the floor to try to get the loose ball. Great hustle by the Maroons. Ellie Street set the check in for Ankeny, number 40. Here's Bowles. She's converged on the lane, leaves it for more. Julia looking inside, now getting in the corner. That's Gipple with it. Up top to Moore. On the handoff, here's Tobias. Looks in the lane. It's cut off nicely by McKenna Clark. Out to McVeigh. Maroon's doing a good job of patience, and uh, Centennial Jags doing a great job on defense. Here's Gipple with it. Emma spins in the lane. Now has the ball deflected out of her hand. Backdoor cut by McVeigh. Reverse layup, no good. Fight for the rebound. Moore in there, and finally taken away by Pippett and Ankeny Centennial. Good flurry there. We haven't used the word dog fight, but that's always what you get when you get Scott Dion's teams. <laughs> Here's Pippett, a nice move right around Bowles layup. Good. Jackie Pippett with her sixth point tonight. Lexi had to be a little bit cautious with that second foul, and so she just made her shoot over the top and give Pippett credit for converting. Yeah, Lexi's kind of hampered. They get the ball down low. She just has to be a statue and put her hands up. And now Bowles in a light. A shot off the glass. Good with the right hand. Lexi Bowles. Incredible. Really, really hard to stop when she gets her uh, head of steam going down the middle of the lane like she that. She went through three defenders. Now, pull-up jumper by Phipps is no good. Weak side rebound. Comes out to Murray. And now a long three. It's no good by McKenna Clark. Rebound, Bowles. Outlet pass to Moore. 19-17. 
Centennial by two, and now Moore down the lane, and she draws the foul with the left hand. That layup was no good. Number 11, Clark with her third. That's McKenna Clark off the bench for head coach Scott DeYoung. Not a very deep bench for Boy, Amy Centennial. Yeah. But it has gotten better. Cleo Murray has gotten some minutes. They're trying to get her in a few times. So they've got a ninth player now in their rotation. And Moore's first free throw, no good. Julia looking for her first points of the evening. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Mercy One, Kemen, and Construction Professionals. Reminder at halftime, we'll catch up with uh, Dowling Head Boys basketball coach Michael Connor will join us. Or a member of the coaching staff. Will it be Jimmy Nahas or Nick Wagner? Well, you never know. OC was out with that protocol for COVID, so he maybe these other guys have taken over the leadership of the team. Who knows? You know, they could have got he could have got Wally pipped like I did by Joe <laughs> Stacy. That, that uh, anything's possible. I understand that Joe sent down his resume to Iowa Catholic Radio last week trying to yeah. <laughs> trying to take I'm, your spot. I'm but. wondering why I have a meeting on Monday. Are they, <laughs> I have to turn in everything including oh. my key. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Devaney. Unbelievable. <laughs> Here's Strom with it. Lizzie has the ball stolen away by Dowling's Maddie Wishman. Centennial by one with a minute 55 left in the half. Dowling, though, with the basketball. Here's Bowles coming off a ball oh. screen by McVeigh, and it's stolen away by Lizzie Strom. And she goes to the basket with a spin move in the lane and a score. That was a beautiful move by Strom. My goodness. Lizzie, a 5'11 senior. With a steal and spin and basket with the layup. That was pretty. So it was. 21-18, Centennial by three. Minute and a half remaining in the half. Dowling with the ball. Tobias underneath the Bulls. And her shot up and good as Bulls got around Ellie Street. What an excellent pass there by Tobias. Eight points for Bulls. 21-20, Centennial by one. And this is Strom. They're going to get her for the travel. So far, Mark, this has been everything that we thought it would be. You know, it has, Steve. Good decision by Coach Meyer to get Bowles out of the game with a minute 11 to go in quarter two, prevent her from getting that third. Good decision. The Dowling trailed by six when they put her in. Yep. That's the most Dowling has trailed tonight. Centennial has trailed by four. That was early in the first quarter, and they have had the lead or near, or near it. 65 seconds remaining in the first half. Dowling with the basketball. Centennial playing that close grip, man-to-man defense. They do so well under Coach DeYoung. We talked about Here's Gipple with it. Now underneath it, not looking for the basketball, was Lauren Fredericks, but somehow she gets it after it was deflected. Little screen and roll. Gipple said, Lauren! Uh, no eye contact. Now dribbling in the lane is Tobias. Leaves it for Frerich. She dribbles to the other side. Over in the corner, that is Wishman for three, and it's good! Maddie Wishman with her 27th made three of the year and gives Dowling a two-point lead. Yeah, first three-pointer of the night for the Maroons, and not surprised that it would come from her. 25 seconds remaining in the first half, 23-21. Dowling by two. Pull-up jumper in the lane, no good by Anderson. Right for the rebound. Ball's on the floor, body's on the floor, and... Picked up by Maggie Phipps and now Centennial. As you can hear Coach DeYoung yelling through his face mask. Hey, let's play for one shot. Eight seconds. Now ball screen by Anderson. Here's Phipps rolling in the lane. Pull-up jumper up and off the rim. No good. Weak side rebound. Gipple. And we go to halftime with Dowling Catholic leading Ankeny Centennial 23-21. to 21. And what a second quarter 
that was, Mr. Uh, Steve Devenny, as yeah. uh, Dowling, after a 11-11 first uh, quarter tie, the Maroons take the lead at halftime by two. Yeah, excellent first half. Uh, high, highly contested, very, very physical. Maroons were able to get to halftime without Lexi picking up her third. That's a big deal. And uh, so, yeah, it, it should be a heck of a second half, and, and it's exactly as it's playing out how we thought it would. Well, we're at halftime, and Dowling outscoring uh, Ankeny Centennial 12-10 to in that uh, second quarter. Dowling Catholic leads at 23-21. The Maroons ranked ninth with a record of 9-4 and in Class 4A out of the CIML Central Conference. And Ankeny Centennial ranked fifth with a record of 11-2. They come out of the CIML's Iowa Conference. And it's Dowling leading at halftime 23-21. And we'll take a break and come back here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online ashworthvision.com. Iowa Catholic Radio is now available on your smart speaker, like the Amazon Echo or the Echo Dot. All you have to do is set up the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. You can listen to Iowa Catholic Talk Radio or Music Radio whenever you want. Step one, say, Alexa, enable the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. Or enable it through your Alexa app. Step two, say, Alexa, open Iowa Catholic Radio. Step three, Alexa will give you a choice to listen to Iowa Catholic Radio Talk or Iowa Catholic Radio Music. Now enjoy listening to Iowa Catholic Radio through your smart speaker. And we're back here at the Dowling Catholic Gymnasium alongside Steve Devinny. I'm Mark Amadeo. Halftime of the girls' contest, and it is Dowling 23, Ankeny Centennial 21. I'm now joined by the assistant coach. Well, he was a co-head coach there for a while while OC was on a protocol, COVID protocol, and that is Nick Wagner. And uh, coach, thanks for joining us. I know you're getting ready for Centennial, and my former coach that I used to coach with, Bob Fontana's team, and he gave me all the details last night, but I said I wouldn't share anything. He just wants to win. That's, you know, that's how it goes. Welcome. Yeah, but thanks, Mark. Uh, good to be here. Hey, I want to. Ha- I got hats off to you and uh, Jimmy Nahas while uh, uh, OC was on COVID protocol. Matter of fact, he went on protocol after I was on it. You guys did a tremendous job handling the team for those two weeks. I know it had to be difficult for Mike, but as he told us, you got to have good assistance. And Jimmy and yourself do a great job. And I know you both have full-time jobs and have a lot of stuff behind the scenes, families and that. Thanks for all you do. I mean, you've been out, you've been here one year less than Coach O'Connor, 14 years, and thank you for all you do, uh, Nick. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you. It was, uh, it was an experience without Coach, but, um, you know, he, he obviously <laughs> wasn't as impacted as some of his family members, so Coach had a lot of time to watch film and get scouts put together, and all Coach Nahas and I had to do were come and coach uh, practice and then uh, – coach him during the game so we were fortunate in that regard well senior night's over so you know that that was quite the ordeal 10 seniors and i told oc this there's not a whole lot of times where unless a senior's in the rotation then the following year is senior year he probably won't be out that's not the case at dallin you've got kids that just love being out and they know their role practice uh maybe it's a spot spot duty in games or maybe a starter these kids know their role and and that's always emotional on senior night you just had that uh, last friday 
Yeah, we have a lot of good seniors, uh, good kids, kids that are fun to coach, uh, multiple personalities. But, you know, I tell you what, we're fortunate to have the kids that we do like a lot of other schools. But, you know, it's just a little different over here. And, you know, we have a lot of fun at practice. And we've got to rein them in sometimes because they like to have too much fun during practice. But, you know, for the most part, it's a, it's a blessing to have these type of kids in this program. Assistant Coach Nick Wagner is my guest here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. You can wave to the camera. You're on live. So, And, and Nick, obviously, you, you take on Ankeny Centennial. We know that Centennial's in a different substate, but Coach Fontana may have the toughest substate. This is the only time we meet him this year. Usually it's a home-and-home home with Centennial and Ankeny and Ames. This year they switch the conferences around. So you only meet him once. And talk about this matchup tonight with uh, Centennial. Obviously, they've got some players, the Cruz kid and McAleer, they can shoot the ball. But uh, as Bob told me last night, Coach Fontana, they don't have the size to match up with Dowling. Yeah, but, you know, their guards are really good. I mean, Cruz has been there for two uh, – this is his third year. McAleer played a lot last year, mm-hmm. so they have really good guard play. And so what what we have is a size advantage. You know, they probably have, you know, from experience from a guard standpoint. So with, with Cruz and with McAleer, you know, they have two proven guards. And so we're going to be tested on the perimeter. And, yes, we will have a size advantage, but that also poses issues for us defensively because we'll have to have our bigs, Jack and Ryan, uh, Andrew and, and Jalen will have to come out up from outside the post, and they'll have to guard on the perimeter, and, that, and that's going to challenge us tonight. You know, Cruz, I know, is battling an ankle injury. He's going to play, but uh, I'm, uh, he'll be limited. And then they lost one of their top subs, Caden Kelly. Uh, remember, his brother played for him, yeah. Preston, a year ago, and he's out with an ankle injury, so they won't be able to go. To, they got a little bit shorter bench tonight. But for Dowling, getting Matt Regal back, I know he had one point on senior night, but just seeing him out there, he had to give the team a lift and Matt a lift after he was off for a couple weeks with COVID uh, protocol. Yeah, you know, Coach made a good point the other day. Uh, we haven't had, we haven't been together as a team since the Ames game, so that was two, three weeks ago. Uh, finally, we got everybody back to, tonight or Friday, I guess, and then you know Matt's got a couple practices under his belt since. So you know, we feel good where we're at right now, coming down the stretch. But it's just important that we continue to get better and, and, you know, we come out and play well tonight against a really good Centennial team, even despite, you know, the kids that they may have that are a little limited or, or out of the lineup. They're still talented enough, and it's going to be a tough test. Again, we're visiting with uh, Nick Wagner. He's the boys' assistant basketball coach at Dowling Catholic here at halftime of the girls' contest as the Dowling girls lead Centennial 23-21. And, Nick, last Friday night, uh, Dowling come away. Evangel lost at Urbandale. You beat him here on senior night, 65-47. Knocked down 12 threes. More importantly, and this I think is the stat of the, the maybe the month, only nine turnovers. You've been up there 15 to 20 turnovers on the year, averaging about 17. He knocked it down to nine on Friday. That had to be a big uplift when you talk to the kids on Saturday or Sunday. You know, we've noticed that, you know, trend the last three or four games that we've been taking care of it better. And, and you know, watching us this year, there are times where we struggle to score. And when we tr- struggle to score, plus we turn it over, we put ourselves at a significant disadvantage. And so the more that we can take care of it, the more that we can value the basketball, the better opportunity we're going to have um, to go to stay away from those droughts or to where our opponent has more opportunities to extend a lead or to cut into a lead. So taking care of the ball is huge for us. And that just comes down to decision-making. And, and, you know, we're leaning on some seniors now down the stretch to, to really continue that trend as we get down uh, into the sub-state in the final four or five games of the year. Well, that'll lead me to the keys to the game tonight. I mean, Dowling's kind of decided this series. Uh, since Centennial started basketball, the Maroons are 6-3 and three against Centennial. You guys split last year, each winning on your home court. You only meet once this year. 
What are some of the keys of the game that you're looking to as part of the coaching staff at Dowling uh, in the game with Centennial tonight? Well, we got to match their intensity. They're going to come out. They're going to play extremely hard at both ends. Uh, we're going to have to get back and transition, force them to play five on five in the half court. I think we can do that. We're, we really like our chances. And then, you know, the other item is we're going to have to go ahead and establish the post. We're going to have to get the basketball down inside. Uh, try to utilize our size, and then if they're going to double team or they're going to front the post, then we have to make sure we identify that and look to kick it out. Because as you said on Tuesday or on Friday, we had guys that we knocked down 12 threes. We know we have capable shooters, but we just like to work it inside out. And if we can do that, get some open looks, I, I like our chances. Coach Wagner, thanks for all you do. Assistant coach, 14 years here at Dowling. The big guy, O'Connor, had you by a year, and I know you're a Dubuque transplant too. We welcome you here, but uh, you know. OC's dad is, you know, he's like the king of Dubuque. You, you still go back there and talk <laughs> yeah, to him? He's, yeah, John? he's all over. Yeah, John, John's been up there for a long time and he's does a lot of else. good things. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. So I'm fortunate to be here as long as I have been and look forward to continuing it the rest of the year. All right, buddy. Thank you very much for joining us. You bet, Mark. Appreciate that's, it. That's Nick Wagner, assistant boys basketball coach at Dowling. We'll take a break and come back with the start of the second half. It's Dowling Catholic 23, Centennial 21 in the girls' game. Back for the third quarter in one minute here on CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym as we're underway here in the third quarter. Dowling 23, Centennial 21. Now corner three up and no good by the Maroons. And now offensive rebound put back by Gipple is no good. Ball slapped around. And now we got a whistle and a turnover in the backcourt. So lots of things happening. Mark Embedale, Steve Davini. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Runes were quite a flurry there and couldn't get the shot to fall. They do force the turnover in the backcourt. Runes now losing the ball. That is uh, Tobias having the ball stolen away from her. And here's Centennial in the front court. Fitz with a pull up jumper right elbow. No good. Rebound Dowling and Ella McVeigh. McVeigh guarded by. Ellie Street in the front court. Dowling with their offense. Some runes in the first half. As they get the ball inside to Bowles, her shot is no good. And the rebound cleared out of there by Centennial. 
Dowling led by as many as four. Centennial led by as many as six in the first half. And the Jags with it here. They switch baskets going towards the south basket here at Dowling. Jaguars in their road black uniforms with white numbers. A three-pointer no good by Phipps. So now a whistle and a jump ball called as Gipple with the rebound there, Mr. Devaney. Yep, the uh, Maroons had the ball to start the second half, and so it'll go back to the Jaguars at their end of the floor. First minute and a half, both teams have had some good looks, but no points yet. Number 40. And Street. That is Ellie Street with the basket, and we're tied at 23. So Street with her fourth point tonight. Dowling with the ball. Bodies hit the floor now, still by Avery Porter. Jags with a two-on-one. They get it to Robin. Her shot up and no good. Blocked out of bounds by Lexi Bowles. Nice to have her back in there with only two fouls. She uh, is an amazing uh, shot blocker with her height and her agility in there. Yeah, Lexi played, came back and played the last uh, couple of minutes with two fouls after being on the bench most of that second quarter. But uh, Coach saw enough. Now a turnover by Centennial. Dowling with the basketball. They go towards the north basket here at the Dowling gym. Here is Gipple. Guarded tightly by Robin. Picks up her dribble. Gets it up top to Lexi Bowles, who's guarded by Pippett. Runs will start their offense. Top of the key is Margaret Tobias. Tobias picks up her dribble against Ellie Street. 5.40 remaining. Third quarter. Tied at 23 in this top 10 matchup between Dowling and Ankeny Centennial. The Maroons ranked ninth. Centennial ranked fifth in Class 5A. The large schools here in the state of Iowa. Now Gipple in the lane. And she has the ball knocked out of bounds. Might have been blocked out of bounds by Robin. Yep, number two. Bella Robin with the block shot. Tobias is out of the game to take a breather. In comes Julia Moore. And the rotation continues for the Maroons. Dowling was four out of five at the free throw line in the first half. Centennial was three of four at the line. Gippo just made about a 14-footer. And the Centennial Jags have let her have that shot all night. Well, so she's... Uh, Gipple has had made one three all year. They're going to let her have the outside yep. shot. And now we've got traveling called on Bella Robin, turnover against Centennial. But that is something I noticed in the uh, Dowling half-court offense in the first half is Gipple was out beyond the three-point arc, and Centennial sagged off her because yeah. she's only knocked down one three. That was a big, important basket for yep. her. It was. A good 14-footer, and mm-hmm. they, they left her unguarded, and she knocked it down. All right, here's McVeigh with it. As Maroons run their dribble weave. Wishman over to McVeigh for three. No good. Good hustle that time. Julia Moore, she actually takes out a cheerleader and herself. Excellent hustle. Saved into the hands of Centennial. And they drive down, and the ball is poked out of bounds. Robin, or rather Porter, had it knocked away by McVeigh. Let's hope cheerleader's okay. She's back at it. That's what we're looking for. You always want to do that. Dowling was led by Lexi Bowles at halftime with eight points. Emma Gipple had four. She now has six points. One point for Julia Moore, three points for Maddie Wishman, two points for Margaret Tobias, and five points for Ella McVeigh, the Dowling scoring in the first half. Is. Here's a shot at the left hand, no good by Robin. Ball tracked down by Pippett. Jackie feeds it underneath to Porter, and it's thrown away by Dowling. Excellent effort both sides, but a little bit sloppy. Well, Runes in the front court. They get it over to Moore. She'll shoot the three and miss everything, no good, too strong, and... Gibble with the putback on the weak side, and her shot is no good. Draws the foul. Looks like that'll be on Pippet. And it'll it'll be her first foul, and the first foul of the second half on Centennial with 4.22 remaining 
Here in the third quarter, Mark Amadeo, Steve Devinney from the Dowling Gym. Giffle's first free throw is no good. Emma known for her uh, offensive rebound prowess, and she was on the glass again that time. Leads the team with nine, averaging nine rebounds a game. Second free throw by Emma is good. She now has seven points. And now steal by McVeigh. Layup is no oh, good. And the rebound out goodness. the street, who had the ball stolen away from her, now whistling a foul on Dowling. Is that Gipple? I think they're going to get Emma for her second. Now we've got a timeout called by Scott DeYoung and the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars. That's a 30. And we'll keep it here with 4.13 remaining. Here in the third quarter, 26-23, Dowling Catholic leading by three over Centennial. Mark Amadil, Steve Devinney. And we want to thank our, our group here, Devin Taylor and our producer, and Jeff Stark, our cameraman for CISN. And, of course, back at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios, we want to thank Jeff Pickett and Brady Grimm, who helped us out with the broadcast tonight on the radio side. That guy there is Steve Devinney, the Hall of Famer from Grandview, investment banker, all, all and everything else he does, and coach. How about this timeout by Coach DeYoung? What do you think he was uh, trying to get well, across to his team? They, they've turned it over three or four times early here in the second half. Unfortunately, Ella McVeigh could not convert that layup after the steal. Had she converted that, it would have been a five-point deficit. So I'd probably just try and hold the troops together and uh, and see if they can't uh, run some, uh, a good set here in the half court. Well, Ella was our guest at halftime of the boys' game last Friday night and a senior night win for Dowling over Urbandale. Now pick pull-up jumper good by Pippett after a nice uh, offensive run that time by Half court set that time by Centennial. Yeah, little, little dribble weave, and they came over off of Pippet to help the dri- on the dribble, and she was wide open for a 15-footer on the baseline. Pippet with eight points in the contest. And now Dowling with the basketball. Maggie Phipps had six points for Centennial at halftime. Pippet had six points at halftime, now has eight. Olivia Anderson off the bench with three. Two points for McKenna Clark. Avery Porter has not scored, and neither has Bella Robin for Centennial. Lizzie Strom off the bench for two, and Ella Street had two at halftime. She now has four, and we've got a whistle and a foul on Centennial. That'll be on Ella Street, her second. Second team foul on Centennial, one on Dowling here in the second half. Good aggressive dribble there by Margaret Tobias to, to draw the foul. 26-25, Dowling by one here in this girls' contest. Approaching the three-minute mark here in the third quarter. Again, these two teams were CIML Central Conference rivals until they rotated them again. And Centennial now part of the Iowa Conference. Now a three-pointer by McVeigh. Up and in and out. No good. Offensive rebound. Gipple. And the ball is blocked by Robin on the rebound. Excellent flurry. Both sides. Good effort. Centennial with the basketball. They swing it over to fifth. She dribbles baseline. Goes on the baseline. Now, Ankeny ro- Centennial rather rotates the ball around. They get it out to Pippet. Boy, good defensive recovery by the Maroons. That was big. Page out of the Centennial book, and now a backdoor cut, and the ball is thrown away. They try to hit Ellie Street with a backdoor cut, and it's out of bounds. Ellie Street, unfortunately, ran into bowls, <laughs> and she wasn't going to move her, so the ball errantly was uh, out of bounds and back to the Maroons. Take a look at some foul trouble here. Porter has three fouls for Centennial. McKenna Clark, three fouls for Centennial. And two fouls for Ellie Street. For Dowling, Bowles has two. Gipple with two. 
2.15 remaining here in the third quarter. Down the lane. Bowles with a shot. It's too strong. No good. Rebound out to Avery Porter and the Jaguars. Good defense there by Pippett to prevent the drive. Dowling by one. We've been on that score for a few minutes here, Mr. Devaney. Yep. Now this is Phipps in the lane. Pull-up jumper off the glass too strong. Pippett with the rebound. She had it stolen away by Julia Moore of Dowling. Excellent hands there by Julia. Not giving up on the board. Moore to her right, and she's going to be guilty of the travel. There's Julia Moore, Margaret Tobias, and Deep, yep. Maddie Wishman along with Emma Gipple and Lexi Bowles. The five and the four for Dowling. Got to be careful on those dribble penetrations. As aggressive as the Maroons are being, they have to come to a jump stop and make sure they retain possession. Bella Robin, McKenna Clark, and Ellie Street for Centennial. As Robin has it at the high post. Also in there, Maggie Phipps. And the ball stolen away by Moore. And a foul on Phipps at half court. Excellent play there so by uh, Julian Moore. My goodness. Phipps picks up the foul for Centennial. That's her first. Third team foul on the Jaguars. And Big you know, time hustle play by Julian. It really was. Well, I'll tell you what. We've seen Ankeny struggle to run. Centennial, rather, struggle to run their offense. A page out of Scott DeYoung's Centennial playbook on defense. Now we see some hustle plays. Julia Moore's been all over the court. So is McVeigh. Tobias, yeah, take your pick. Yeah, here's Gipple with it on the right block. She's double teamed. Her shot up. Might have been partially blocked. Ball slapped around and into the hands of McKenna Clark. Centennial with the ball. Clark, pass down low to Olivia Anderson. She leaves it for Ellie Street, and the layup is good. Nice give and go that time by Centennial. And that time the uh, Jaguars just beat the Maroons back down the floor. 27-26, Centennial by one with 55 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Here's Gipple with it. Dribbles the left side. Double team. Looking for help. Gets it to Bowles. Steps out of the lane. Pull-up jumper. Right elbow. Good. Gets the roll. She Bull can do that from 15 feet all day if you let her open. Bowles with 10 points. The first player from either team in double figures. Dowling by one. 35 seconds. And again, McVeigh almost with a steal. It's knocked out of bounds as Ellie Street was the intended receiver. Sounds like a football term. Yeah, I don't know if we keep I don't know if we keep statistical stuff on uh, deflections and hands in passing lanes, but, but McVeigh, uh, I think she might lead the state in that category. She's been all over it. Yeah, they, they do, but they don't tell us. I think each team has a little unrecorded stat chart that uh, only the coaches know. Help defense was another one we used to grade them on. Oh, yeah. I see Coach Fontana's uh, grading chart. You know, I'll tell you what. Minus. Yeah, Julia's doing a great job on Phipps, their, their leading scorer. Down on the right side, Ellie Street dribbles baseline for Centennial. Her shot's no good. Rebound Dowling with 15 seconds remaining. And now McVeigh with it. She has a shot blocked out of bounds, and McVeigh hits the deck. I'm not sure she was aware of the situation with time on the clock. She went to the rack with about 11 or 12 seconds, and... Uh, Fortunately, the Maroons will re retain possession with 9.2 seconds to go in the third quarter. Gipple returns to the Dowling lineup. She'll replace Julia Moore. 9.2 seconds remaining. Dowling by one and the basketball. The Maroons will go to a 1-4 set. They get it into Gipple. As they get it to Wishman, back to Gipple, top of the key with four seconds. Gonna Emma's going to go down the lane. She goes her shot up, partially blocked and blocked by Robin. She drew the foul. Bella Robin with her foul. And that'll be his second. And free throws coming with six-tenths of a second remaining yep. here in the third quarter, Steve. Yep. Aggressive play usually ends up benefiting your squad, and that's exactly what Gip did. 
took it hard to the rack as the time was running out. First free throw good by Gipple. She's two for three tonight at the line. She now has eight points. Second free throw good. Nine points for Gipple. Those are big, Mark, right before the quarter. And Clark can't get the shot off, so we've come to the end of three quarters of play with the score. Dowling Catholic 30, Ankeny Centennial 27 from the Dowling Gym tonight. CIML non-division basketball along with Steve Devinney. I'm Mark Amadale, and you're listening. And we'll go to the fourth quarter here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. The Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Steve Davidi, underway in the fourth quarter as ninth-ranked Dowling leading fifth-ranked Ankeny Centennial Jaguars 30-27. to Top 10 matchup, these two teams in the CIML. Class 5A, they beat once during the regular season now. And what a game we saw, low-scoring game. Now Maroons inside the Lexi Bowles. We've got three seconds in the lane on Bowles. Probably would have been better off shooting it if she wouldn't have got that uh, three-second call. Yeah. Did a good job of reading the defense as they collapsed on her to throw it out to Wishman, who made the three-point attempt, but it was waved off because of three seconds on uh, Lexi. Well, Centennial's 3 or 4 at the free throw line. That was all in the first quarter. They have not shot a free throw in the second and third quarters, and now we're underway here in the fourth quarter. Dowling is 7 and 9 at the free throw line as Maroons went 3 or 4 in that third quarter, all by Emma Gimple, who has 9 points for the Maroons. Lexi Bulls leads Dowling in scoring with 10 points. Jaguars with it. Here's Bella Robin with it. Ball nearly stolen away by the Maroons as... They retain possession. Here's Pippett, a 10-footer in the left baseline. Good. Jackie Pippett with her 10th point. Give her credit for making that wide-open 15-footer again. She's knocked him down. Dowling with the ball. Corner three, no good. By Dowling's Maddie Wishman. Long rebound out to Bowles on the weak side. Gets it to Julia Moore to Gipple. Bowles trying to post up inside. Can't do it. She's working against Pippett. That's been quite the matchup tonight. Yeah, both kids have played well for their teams. Dowling by one. In the lane, Moore. Her shot up, and it rolls off the rim. No good. They were going to count it. It goes off the rim and a foul on Centennial. Looks like Porter. And that'll be her fourth. Her third, rather. Yeah, no, I agree. Julie Moore, excellent uh, dribble penetration. That's what... Uh, Against aggressive defensive teams, you have to be 
very, very north and south oriented. Moore misses the free throw. She's a 54% free throw shooter on the year. Julia, one of two twins in the team. Team her, her twin sister Sarah is the right-handed twin. The right-handed version. The version. Uh, Julia the left. She makes the second free throw. That's her first point of the night. And it's 31-29, Dowling by two. And now Pippet, or rather uh, Phipps, in the front court. For Centennial, guarded by Julia Moore. Dribble handoff to Porter. Get it to Pippet. Now handoff over to Cleo Murray, who's in there. The young lady coming off ACL, MCL surgery with the left brace, brace on her left knee. Now Pippet at the left elbow. Her shot is blocked by Lexi Bowles into the hands of Moore. Dowling with a three-on-two fast break. Here's Gipple with it, and Centennial gets back. Underneath McVeigh through traffic. Her shot no good. And the rebound Pippet, one and done is Dowling. Excellent job of defense at the other end by Julian Moore on their best player, Phipps. She, she's uh, done an excellent job on her tonight. Very aggressive, and uh, both teams getting after defensively as we struggle to get in the 30s. Now Phipps on the right side, dribbles against Moore and draws the foul. And on Julia, that'll be her second. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Mercy One, Kemen, and Ashworth Vision Clinic. Along with Steve Devenny, I'm Mark Amadale. Take Jeff Pickett and Brady Grimm back at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios. Devin Taylor, our producer here for CISN, and our cameraman is Jeff Stark. And they both haven't missed a beat. Thank you both for what you do. Took his first free throw good. Second one also good. Or rather, Phipps, I'm sorry. Yep. Phipps now two for two. She now has eight points. We got a tie ball game, Mark, just as we predicted early on tonight. Phipps came in average of 19, has eight. It's still early, early fourth. Yep. Five and a half minutes remaining, tied at 31, as Mr. Devaney said. Down the lane, Gipple, her shot with the right hand, no good. Rebound, Pippet, and Centennial. She was in traffic there, Mark. Did a good job of penetrating through the traffic, but couldn't quite get the, the basket to go. You got a reach-in foul on Julia Moore, I'm sure. Yep. That's her third. Team third of the half. So the Maroons still have three fouls to give before Centennial's in the bonus, but you hate to uh, to give those up too early in the quarter. Looks like the Maroons want a full timeout, uh, Mark. We'll give that to them. That's Moore's third foul, third team foul on Dowling. Five on Centennial, 5-11 remaining here in the fourth quarter. We'll take a timeout. Tied at 31, Dowling and Centennial here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online ashworthvision.com. This is Matt Wilkham, Executive Director for Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for the many gifts and notes of encouragement we receive every day from listeners who are impacted by the positive message on Iowa Catholic Radio. Remember, our Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 22nd. Please prayerfully consider a pledge of $30 a month by calling 515-223-1150 or at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you again, and may God bless you for your generosity. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym out of the Maroon timeout. Dowling with uh, three timeouts remaining. 
Ankeny Centennial with all three of their timeouts remaining. And the Jaguars have it. The ball saved from going out of bounds by Phipps after the pass by Ellie Street. Tied at 31, under five minutes remaining in this uh, CIML non-division contest. Long three by Phipps is good right in front of her coach, Scott DeYoung. That's the first three-point basket tonight for the Jaguars. The Drake commit, you expect your best players to play well when the game is on the line. And so far, Phipps has done a great job in the fourth quarter with five quick points. Yep, 11 points for Phipps. She had six at halftime. And as you mentioned, all five in the fourth quarter. Dowling with the ball. McVeigh for three. Good. Ella McVeigh with her first three. Not to be outgunned. There's Ella. Big game, Ella. And we're tied at 34. That's only the second three-pointer for the Maroons tonight. Wishman had one in the first half. This is uh, going to be interesting. Centennial with the ball. Got to get some stops if you're the Maroons. Now they pick up their, or rather they get it to Phipps. Back to Pippett. She'll launch the three. Good. Here we go. Jackie Pippett with her first three-point basket of the season, yep. Mr. Devenny. Uncharacteristic of her to even attempt that shot. Well, sometimes you just got to leave players open. Uh, Centennial did that with Gipple on a long shot. And now Gipple in the lane. Her shot is uh, blocked out of bounds. They say it went off the fifth. Emma's a little frustrated. Here comes Tobias back in for uh, Wishman. As Wishman will sit down, as you mentioned, Tobias in. One four set for Dowling. McVeigh will throw it in. She's got Gipple, Bulls, Julia Moore, and Margaret Tobias, the five on the floor for Dowling. Here's Bulls, right block. Excuse me, left block, turns, spins, and shoots over Pippet. Good. That's about automatic when she gets the ball on the block like that. Excellent execution by the Maroons to draw within one. Now a whistle and a foul. Lexi? Away from the basket. She Against Pippet. She was uh, muscling her way with Pippet. Yep. They're going to get her for the knee. That'll be her third foul. Team foul number four on Dowling. Timeout Centennial. So we'll take a break. That is Coach DeYoung's first time out of the night with 3.26 remaining. Fourth quarter, it's Centennial 37, Dowling 36 here in the fourth on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadil, Steve DeVinney with 3.20 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Fifth in the lane. Her shot up no good. Fight for the rebound. And a jump ball. Lizzie Strom was one. Looks like it'll go back to the Jags. And Julia Moore for Dowling was the other person. And it'll be 
alternate possession in favor of the Jags. Excellent help defense there by Lexi Bowles to alter the shot from uh, Phipps. Get the ball inside the pivot. It's stolen away. Julian Moore with her hand in the cookie jar again, Mark. Slapped it right to Lexi Bowles. Centennial by one as we approach the three-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. Correction on the timeouts. Centennial has three and Dowling with three at their disposal. You see quite a few of them used here in the final three minutes of this uh, contest. 37-36 Centennial over Dowling Catholic. Top ten matchup. Bowles, backdoor cut. She sees uh, Gipple and her shot no good, but streak with the foul. Great Ellie, backdoor cut. Ellie will pick up her third foul. Fantastic backdoor cut by Emma Gipple. So Lexi Bowles averaging just under two assists a game. Almost had one there, but instead that'll send Gipple to the line. First free throw is no good. Got to get these free throws late in the game to, uh, if you expect to win. Come on, Gip. Gipple with nine points. Now has ten. Makes one of two. Tie ball game, Mark. 2.43 to go. Tied at 37. This is uh, ominous of the Southeast Polk game over at uh, Southeast Polk a couple of Fridays ago, Steve. Yeah, now they're going to call her for a shuffle. Yep. Gip's guilty of the No travel. argument from uh, Coach DeYoung. It happened right in front of him. And uh, Coach DeYoung's assistants, Dave Runchy. Rachel Henders, Andy Fenn. 37 all, Dowling and Ankeny Centennial. The Maroons ranked ninth. They're 9 and 4. Seedings come out tomorrow, and brackets come out tomorrow on Class 4 and 5A. Uh, the girls' regional brackets come out tomorrow. Centennial with a record 11 and 2 there right now at number 5 ranking. And now a jumper that's no red, a layup that's no good from way out by Tobias. Rebound. Centennial now back comes the Jags and Avery Porter with her first three of the night and her 16th of the year gives Centennial a three-point lead. Bowles with it and they're going to call a jump ball with her and Pippen. That'll go back to the Maroons. Give the Centennial Jags credit for hitting three three-pointers so far in the fourth quarter. Uh, not normally a team that shoots that many threes, but uh, they're knocking them down to the Maroons' credit. They've uh, battled back and made big shot after big shot also. Avery Porter... 5-6 sophomore for Centennial. Her first basket of the game, and it's a three. And she didn't hesitate. She pulled the trigger. You're going to see defense played like no other by Centennial. Now Dowling with the basketball. This is Tobias with it. It's stolen away into the hands of Porter. Porter in the front court. It's in the corner. That is Lizzie Strom. Her 10-footer her on the baseline, no good from the right side. Rebound out to Dowling. Minute 35 remaining here in the fourth. The Maroons trail by three, and they have the basketball. McVeigh in the lane. Goes through traffic. And puts wow. up that layup. Oh, McVeigh. McVeigh, without using the glass, now has five points of her ten in the fourth quarter, and we've got a full timeout call. We'll take a break. It's 40-39. to 39. Centennial leads Dowling with a minute and a half remaining in the fourth quarter on CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. 
Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. What a night for game one of our girl boy doubleheader. It's the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars leading Dowling 40 to 39 with a minute 28 remaining in the fourth quarter. So they come down to the last possession. Full court pressure by the Maroons. And now Jaguars dribble in the front court with Ellie Street. She and Phipps play catch on the perimeter. Be interesting to see what the Maroons try to do here. They only have team 14 fouls in the second half, so they have. A couple to give. There's one. And, and there's one of them right there with Gip. Gip will pick up her third. It'll be the 15th foul on Dowling. Yeah, just you say that, Coach. Uh, fouls to give, yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, Coach Meyer looking to do offense-defense. Using with her her staff, Joel Danner, Scott Babinat, and Audrey Faber, who I understand may join me at halftime of the boys' contest oh, in game two. Any question on me to ask Audrey? I'll just sneak it down here. Well, she was, what a career she had oh. at Creighton after Dowling. Here and at, uh, you mentioned Creighton. Are the Jags going to be content for layups only at this stage? Oh, they're looking like it now. Pippett draws the foul. Her and Ellie Street play give and go. And Pippett. Bowles going to pick up her fourth. That's on Lexi. So team foul number six on Dowling. So both teams in the uh, bonus. The rest of the way, and Pippet at the line. Jackie tonight her, is two for two at the line. Make it three for three. First free throw is good. She now has 14 points. Forty-one thirty-nine. Centennial leads Dowling. 51.5 seconds left in this top 10 Class 5A girls game here at the Dowling Gym. The two teams are not in the same division. It's a crossover game. Second free throw good by Pippet. She has 15 points. Three-point deficit here for the Maroons. Dowling in the front court. Tobias to Gipple. Top of the key to Bowles with 40 seconds left. Over Plenty to McVeigh. Plenty of time. Dowling down by three. McVeigh for three. It's no good. And the rebound. Phipps and a foul in the backcourt on Dowling. So Phipps will go to the line and they'll get Julia Moore with her fourth foul. Coach uh, Meyer chose to... Uh, let the kids run offense as opposed to calling and trying to set something up uh, as a special. What are we doing here, Coach? We're going to set, we're going to sub in with uh, Lauren Frere. I think she just had a message she wanted to pass along to the ladies in the paint. Taking Gip out of the game. Uh, down three with 35.4. And uh, looks like uh, Phipps will have one and a bonus, right? Yep. So you get all the subs, substitutions in before the first free throw. As Wishman checks in and Tobias checks out. We yeah, mentioned Lauren Frerich's in there. She's on the uh, low block for Dowling with Bulls. First free throw good by Phipps is good, Steve. Yeah, you got to give the uh, Centennial Jag girls credit. Boy, what a fourth quarter. They made three threes. They've made all their free throws so far. It's not that the Maroons have played poorly. The, the Jags have just played exceptional. Both three throws good by Phipps. She has 13 points. 
The lead is five for Centennial. Dowling with the ball. Here's Julia Moore to McVeigh for three, and it's off the mark. No good. Rebound out to Phipps, and she's fouled in the backcourt by McVeigh. That'll be Ellis first. And a one-on-one coming up for Maggie Phipps. You look at some of the keys of the game that you pointed out beforehand, or and one of them is Centennial. They'll have to make the perimeter shots. Well, we saw that. Pippett made a three that kind of propelled them. First free throw good by Phipps. 14 points for Maggie Phipps. And hold Bowles to 12 points or under. Well, she's at 12 points right now, Steve. So good job out of you. Well, free it, it, throw it, good. It, yeah, down by seven now, 21 seconds to go. They got to go quick. Moore with it. Julia with the shot. It's no good. Foul called on Lizzie Strom. That's a good outcome as the clock stops. It's uh, Lizzie, or Lexi, rather. Lexi Bowles with 12 points with six field goals. No free throws for Lexi tonight. And the Jags have forced others to uh, beat them besides Lexi Bowles. Free throw good by Julia Moore. Cuts the deficit to six. 18 seconds to go. They're going to take Bowles out. They're going to do an offensive-defense substitution. Lauren Frerichs and uh, Gipp will go back in. Bowles with three points. So have the second free throw. It's 46-40. Ankeny Centennial leads Dowling Catholic here in game one of our girl-boy doubleheader. Second free throw is off the mark. No good. Ball slapped around into the hands of Phipps, and she's fouled in the backcourt with 16 seconds remaining. Yeah, And for Coach Scott DeYoung, this will be his first ranked team that he's knocked off this year after uh, playing 14 games. They haven't had the schedule that you see on the central side of the CIML. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, Coach Meyer was set to call a timeout had Julian made that. That would have cut the deficit to five. And then because Phipps got the rebound, you have to end up fouling other teams' best free throw shooter, and that's not... Uh, that hasn't proven to be a good strategy so far tonight. Not yet. Phipps is uh, gradually climbing toward her average average of 19 points. Hits the first free throw. She is uh, 7 for 7 in the fourth quarter from the charity stripe. 16 points for Maggie Phipps, young lady who transferred from North Polk. Going to play at Drake next year. Second free throw good, 17 points. Dowling in the front court with 13 seconds remaining. Here's Moore with it looking inside. Gets go. to Lauren Frerichs to McVeigh. Turnaround shot in the, on the right baseline. No good. Rebound Pippett, and that should do it. Dowling will call it off. 48-40 is the final. What a fourth quarter for Centennial as uh, they outscore Dowling Catholic 21-10 in the fourth quarter to win it. 48-40. Congratulations to head coach Scott DeYoung. Career win. Number 658, and they just keep piling up. And I'm surprised he's got that many wins after some of the games you officiated for him over there at Colo. I thought he'd yeah, well, to even get wins, he, but not he, with you officiating. He got off to a rough start when I was officiating. <laughs> his, his winning percentage after those first couple years was like 32%, but uh, they retired me as an official, and things turned around for his career. So there's a That's called forced retirement, Mr. Devaney, forced yep. retirement. All right. The final once again, congratulations to the Centennial Jaguars. They have certainly earned a number one seed in a regional with the win over Dowling Catholic, 48-40 to 40 here at the Dowling Gym. Centennial improves their record to 12-2, and two, ranked fifth in Class 5A. 
Dowling Catholic falls to 9-5. and five. They're ranked ninth in Class 5A. Both teams are waiting the regional pairings and brackets, which come out tomorrow. We'll step aside and come back with our postgame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN as we will total up the scoring and uh, kind of recap this game. Along with Steve Devaney, I'm Mark Amadale from the Dowling Gym. The final score in Game 1, our girls' game, Yankee Centennial 48, Dowling Catholic 40. We'll be back with the game show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Final score in game one, our girls' contest. It was uh, Ankeny Centennial 48, Dowling Catholic 40, along with Steve Devaney, Mark Amadell. I want to thank the folks behind the scenes, Devin Taylor, our producer here for CISN, Jeff Stark, our cameraman, and, of course, back to the Iowa Catholic Radio uh, Studios. Our thanks to Jeff Pickett and Brady Grimm. It takes uh, a lot behind the scenes to make us go, Steve Devaney. We appreciate all their help, and, of course, yours as well. And, uh, you got the scoring. You want me to go right through? You tell me. Sir. Up to you. You're in charge. Well, I brought you along. I'm not going to have you keep nothing. So we'll have you start with the the Jags. Uh, the the scoring for Ankeny Centennial. Yeah, Maggie Phipps had an incredible fourth quarter. Eleven points in the fourth quarter out of her game high seventeen, which included two, four, six, eight, uh, eight out of eight from the charity stripe. Uh, Pippet, the interior player, the post player, had fifteen. And then you went with Ellie Street with six. You had uh, Avery Porter and Olivia Anderson each with three. And to round out the scoring, Lizzie Strom and McKenna Clark each had two. For the Maroons, their 40 points. They were led in scoring by Lexi Bowles with a dozen. Emma Gipple had 10, as did Ella McVeigh, who I think has been in double figures now three out of the last four games. Mm-hmm. Really kind of elevated her... Uh, Offensive game here late in her career. Finish out the scoring. Uh, Julia Moore had three. Um, as did Maddie Wishman. Margaret Tobias had two. And tough luck for the Maroons, who played very, very well. And uh, sort of just a matter of the Centennial Jags getting hot there in the fourth quarter. Well, it was kind of like what you said in our uh, keys to the game by presented by DeArmond Ford Indianola. You look back, you said for Centennial win, they'll have to... Uh, uh, make perimeter socks. They did at key times. The Jags did. They held Lexi Bowles to 12 points, as you mentioned, and make someone else beat you. And that's uh, kind of the, the the deal. Margaret Tobias, Maddie Wishman with a field goal each. Uh, Ellen McVeigh with uh, 10 points. So the three guards in the perimeter, and you can count on you know Tobias and Wishman to light it up, but not tonight. They were held in check by the Centennial defense, as we mentioned. 
come in averaging just 33.2 points a game is all the Jags give up, and tonight they give up 40 to Dowling. Yeah, no, the uh, Maroons didn't play poorly. It's just a matter of uh, Ankeny does a great job of extending that man-to-man defense, and, you know, in the case of Maddie Wishman, she didn't play quite as much tonight because Julian Moore off the bench was doing such a good job on fifths, and so Coach decided to to play her more with the starters, but uh, every game takes on a different personality, and uh, the Maroons have nothing to be ashamed of. They played hard and just came up a little short. Well, Dowling was 10 of 17 at the free throw line, and Centennial was 13 of 14 at the free throw line, but Steve, they were just 3 of 4 going into the fourth quarter. They were a perfect 10 for 10 at the line in the fourth quarter. 8 for 8 was Phipps, and Jackie Pippett 2 for 2, and you can look at that and the margin of difference hitting all your free throws when it counts, 10 for 10 for the Jags in the fourth. Yep. Give them credit. Unfortunately for the Maroons, that's a tough loss. But uh, as I said, the effort was good and the attitude was good. and They competed hard. But uh, when you score 21 in the fourth quarter after scoring uh, 11, 10, and 6 in the previous three quarters, uh, you have to just tip your cap to the uh, Jaguar girls and that was a nice win for them. Well, it certainly was. Steve Devaney, thank you once again for sitting in tonight, not only on our Iowa Catholic radio broadcast, but also CISN as we do the webcast. Got you on TV a little bit. They didn't ask for much makeup before uh, <laughs> we got on the air, but uh, Steve, thanks for all you do. One last final doubleheader. That'll be this Friday, Dowling hosting Johnston. And will it be number one Johnston or number two Johnston? Because Waukee got it before the last ranking, so we'll see. Yeah, no, it should be a good ball game and a good chance to – to see some more good players out here on the uh, Dowling Maroon floor. All right, my friend. Thank you for all you do, and thanks for joining us tonight. See you Friday. My broadcast partner for Game 1 is Steve Devenny, helping us with the girls' game. I'm Mark Amadale. We'll take a break, come back, and we'll preview the boys' contest. As you watch on your uh, CISN.TV, we will uh, be back, and we'll preview the boys. Mike Swaim is here, and he and I will talk about the preview of the boys' contest, Dowling and Ankeny Centennial here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Again, the final. It was Ankeny Centennial 48, Dowling Catholic 40 in the girls' contest. Back with the boys' contest on the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Welcome back to the uh, Dollar Gym. You know, I, I haven't had this happen too often, but we're getting harassed by the referees. <laughs> up so here, I, even. Up here uh, in the balcony, we're getting harassed. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mark Amadale, Mike Swain, as we get set for the uh, boys' contest here on Iowa Catholic Radio after we uh, just had a tremendous girls' contest as the uh, Ankeny Centennial girls defeat Dowling 
And uh, team's now on the floor. Dowling and Aiken Centennial meeting for the only time during the regular season. And it looks like with the uh, brackets, uh, Swamer, uh, they're both in different uh, substates. And, of course, the boys' brackets and seedings all come out tomorrow. They've already been grouped, and now the coaches voted. I know one thing. Dowling's the number two seed as Valley got the number one in substate seven. And in substate two where Centennial's at, Fontana. And the Jags got the number one seed. Ames got the two seed with uh, Hoover the three. Uh, those are just unbelievable numbers, especially for Dowling, Mark, to know that you're going to get a bye in the first round yes. and then host the second round, and you don't have to see Valley possibly until the sub-state final. And, oh, by the way, you already <laughs> beat them once. So, uh, it's, it, I mean, you couldn't get better news for Coach O'Connor and for, for Coach Fontana. This is familiar territory for him, being a number one seed uh, in, in a sub-state. Uh, you know, obviously, they've got a, you know, that, that's a tough, uh, a tough sub-state with Ames in there, who, by the way, just beat Centennial yes, they did. Uh, last week. So, that, and, and throw in Hoover in there. Um, and then who knows about the Indianola matchup? Uh, you know, obviously, they don't play uh, a, a lot of 4A teams, um, you know, just because of their conference. But that's, uh, that's going to be a challenge for Centennial. But clearly, having that first round by and not having to see Ames maybe until the finals, that could be good news. Oh, it certainly could. And uh, I think everybody's with anticipation now. You're looking for towards the end of the regular season and the postseason. The boys got a couple more weeks left. They've got uh, at least two games next week. At least Dowling does. They're playing on back-to-back nights next week. Thursday, I'll be in Council Bluffs following that Council Bluffs Jefferson squad, or Abraham Lincoln squad, excuse me, Abraham Lincoln, uh, fifth ranked in Class 4A. Uh, they host Dowling Catholic a week from this Thursday in Council Bluffs. I'll have that game via early start at 6 o'clock. We'll on the air at 545. But the Bruins end the regular season with Johnston. Uh, the girls do on Friday, and uh, the last doubleheader will be this Friday, and then next week with Council Bluffs Lincoln, and then at Des Moines East, and that's, that'll round out Dowling's schedule. But the seedings and the pairings come out for the girls' brackets and the girls' regionals and the boys' substates. We're going to see that sometime tomorrow on the Iowa High School Athletic Association boys' website. Well, now that the seeding is over, now it's all it's about trying to get on a roll, Mark, and you want your team to be playing the best basketball at the end here. And Dowling's got a great opportunity. You mentioned they've, they've got the Centennial, who's, who's ranked, coming into this game, and then Johnson on Friday night, who is also ranked, and a chance for a little bit of revenge for Dowling, who lost to them earlier in the year. So this is a great opportunity for the Dowling Maroons to feel really good about themselves, that they could split this week or pull off two upsets against these ranked teams. Uh, how about the momentum that generates going into, you know, the, the sub-state play. Yeah, and for the Maroons, they, they get a bye, so they don't have to play that first Monday, Mike. But uh, uh, East, North, Lewis, Central, and Urbandale will all have to duke it out. The winners, one one set will play Dowling, the other set will play Valley, and that will all be grouped out tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, you want to come in on a roll, but you're also going to have some lag time. Dowling's going to play back-to-back nights next week in boys' play, Thursday, Friday. Then they're going to sit a week and wait for the outcome of the play-in games uh, for for Friday. Sometimes that can be good. Sometimes it can be bad. I think for the Maroons it can be good, especially when you have your leading scorer and player, uh, Matt Riedel, who's back. Played limited minutes on senior night, but he has uh, now had several days of practice under him. He'll get the start tonight against uh, Centennial. Yeah, trying to work your way back in to sort of game shape yeah. is what Riedel's trying to do. And I, I never looked at it as, I you know, I'd rather be playing in that first round with, you know, and not having the bye. That 
I always wanted to have the bye to get that first game on your home floor is a huge advantage, especially thinking about if somebody has to go to uh, Council Us, you know, because they're in that, yeah. and that's a long trip. And so uh, just a great opportunity for Dallin getting that number two seed in the substate. Well, for Centennial, and you mentioned uh, Centennial losing to Ames on a Friday night at up in uh, Ankeny, 56-46. They're going to be in the same substate. They may not meet for a while. It might be another couple weeks, but uh, you want to have that momentum. Well, as I found out from Coach Fontana, and you know that I coached with him for five years down at Carlisle. We were talking last night, and he says, Mark, I lost to Jaron Cruz as a starting point guard, three-year uh, letterman, three-year starter. He's limited minutes tonight due to the ankle, so it depends how he warms up. I've been kind of watching, but now the Centennial is taking the team off the floor. So he's somebody to watch tonight. And then uh, their first guard off the bench, Caden Kelling. Remember his brother, uh, Preston Kelling, last year graduated. Well, Caden is the first guard off the bench. He's out tonight with an ankle injury. So you don't want an- you don't want injuries piling up, especially this time of year, and you're trying to just kind of finish the regular season. And for Centennial, they have that problem as they come in the number eight team in Class 4A. That's a huge challenge coming in to play Dowling with a limited cruise, and then, of course, Kaling that you said, Mark, is going to be out tonight, so it's going to be a tough task. I looked back at their two losses, and so Anthony Centennial has lost two in a row, Mark. Granted, they're to ranked teams, okay, to Ames as well as to Waukee, who I think is the best team in the state. What was alarming, though, in those two losses is the rebounding that the margin of, of rebounding that uh, Centennial had. They, they were out-rebounded by almost 15 rebounds a game in each of those contests. And, and so that's something I think you really got to be concerned about. So I, I'm sure as Coach Fontana is going into tonight's game, trying to figure out, well, what are we going to do against, you know, six, eight rigs, right. six, seven, uh, Jack Gretke, and, and some of these players that Dowling's going to bring off the bench. Dowling's got a, a noted size advantage again uh, against uh, – Centennial tonight. He brought that to my attention. He said, you guys have a very tall team. (laughs) They do. Uh, I said, yes, and we're working on (laughs) negating the rebounds. I know we got to go to break here. Uh, Ankeny Ankeny Centennial comes in averaging just seven turnovers a contest. Dowling has got theirs down. They only had nine turnovers Friday night. That's tremendous. Dowling's averaged now 15 turnovers a game. It's getting better, and I talked to assistant coach Nick Wagner, uh, Dowling boys assistant. He says, yeah, that's something they've been kind of looking at. It started in the 20s. It's down in the it was in the upper teens, and now it's starting to be in the mid-teens as far as turnover. That is huge, possession by possession each game. That's a great trend, and Centennial doesn't commit many turnovers over either, yeah. but when you start talking about Cruz handling most of the, the ball handling as well as Kelling, yeah. Kelling's going to be out. Do turnovers start to factor in there? All right, we'll take a break here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN as we bring you the pregame show for the boys' contest. It's Ankeny Centennial and Dowling from the Dowling Gym. My name's Mark Amadale. Uh, alongside with uh, Mike Swain tonight, Jeff Piggott, and Brady Grimm back at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios. And we thank the producers here and cameraman, uh, Devin Taylor, uh, our producer, and Jeff Stark, our cameraman for CISN.TV. They're taking a break right now. We, we'll be back with starting lineups and our keys to the game presented by DeArmond Ford coming up here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. back here at the Dowling Gym. Not a bad crowd here. Limited visitors still. Mark Amadale joined by Mike Swain in our pregame show. It's Dowling and Ankeny Centennial. If you joined us late, game one, it was Ankeny Centennial holding off Dowling 48-40 in the girls' contest. And uh, now we start the boys. And let's go to our keys to the game tonight, presented by DRM and Ford Indianola, a family-led business guided by their core values of hard work, trust, honesty, and integrity. Check out the all-new DRM and Ford in Indianola, Yarmanford.com. Mike Swain, your keys to the game. We'll start with the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars. Well, for Centennial, we, we talked about it a little bit uh, just before we went to break. They've got to rebound better on, on both ends. They need some opportunities and second chance op- opportunities on the offensive glass, and they've got to hold this large dowling team off the, the defensive glass as well. And then you've got to convert it to free throw line. Mark, the last two games, they've averaging 49% in those two losses. That's not going to get it done. You, you've got to take advantage of when you're at the foul line. And then moving to Dowling, Dowling's got to work offense from the inside to the outside. Okay, Don't rely on that three. I know they hit 12 three-pointers in that last game, Mark, but that has not been the case for this team right. this year. So work it inside when the, when the double teams come, then kick out for the three. And finally, you mentioned it, Mark, the turnovers, nine turnovers in that win against Urbandale. Dowling is not good enough offensively to turn the ball over and continue to do well. They've got to limit their turnovers to under 10 or less. All right, there's your keys to the game presented by DeArmond Ford Indianola, family-led business guided by their core values of hard work, trust, honesty, and integrity. Check out the all-new DeArmond Ford in Indianola at DeArmondFord.com. Our thanks to my broadcast partner, Mike Swain, for the keys to the game. And, of course, uh, this is going to be interesting. The two teams used to be home and home, and then the CIML, they switch, they rotate the uh, conference teams every two years. So it used to be home and home with Centennial and the Ankeny Hawks and Ames, and now we've got a whole new crop. They added to see Valley, Waukee, Southeast Polk, all teams that have been ranked at boys and girls' side. So right. it's been a little tough going for the Johnston, Dowling, and Urbandale connection. But, uh, hey, the one time they play is tonight. All right, let's take a look at our starting lineups. First of all, for the visitors from Ankeny Centennial. And the head coach is a good friend of mine, Bob Fontana. We spent five years at Carlisle. He spent 16 years at Cedar Rapids Kennedy, and he's been here. He's been at Centennial for eight years. And uh, Bob is assisted by Ben Lamock, Mark West, Garrett Skipworth, and Luke Donato. Uh, 119 wins, 58 losses for Coach Fontana at Centennial. And they'll start at point guard, Jaron Cruz. He's battling an ankle injury, a 6'1 senior. He'll wear number one. 
The other guard is Colin McAleer, a 6'2 senior. He'll wear number four. He's one of the shooting guards. The third guard is Chris Lewis. Lewis, a six-foot junior for Centennial. He'll wear number 24. And Brock Jensen is one forward, a 6'2 senior. He'll wear number 25. And Leo Aguirre, a 6'3 freshman, will be the other forward wearing number 35. So it'll be Cruz, McAleer, Lewis, Jensen, and Aguirre for the Centennial Jaguars. Averaging 69 points on offense, giving up 54 points on defense. They're ranked number eight in Class 4A with a record of 10-3. and three. They've lost two in a row, as Mike mentioned, losing to number two, Waukee, a week ago and losing to number six, Ames, last Friday at Centennial. And now for Dowling Catholic, the uh, head coach is Michael Connor in his 15th year, 223 wins, 131 losses, assisted by Nick Wagner and Jimmy Nahas. The Maroons with a record of 6-7. and seven. They average 57 points on offense, and they give up 57 points on defense. For Dallin, they'll start at one guard, Sam Hughes, a 6'1 senior. He'll wear number 12. The other guard is Simon Daniel, a 6'2 senior, wearing number 22. And the third guard is Matt Riedel, a 6'4 senior, averaging or, uh, wearing number 24. One forward is Jack Gretke, a 6'10 senior, wearing number 14. The center is Ryan Riggs. Riggs, a 6'8 senior, Wearing number 20. So for Dowling, it's Hughes, Daniel, and Riedel, along with Greta Key and Riggs. As uh, Dowling has snapped a three-game losing streak last Friday with the win over Urbandale, 65-47, right here at Dowling on senior night. They've won four of their last eight games, but uh, they snapped that three-game losing streak. Let's see how much confidence that brings them, Mike uh, Swain. Yeah, the tale of two teams, right, Mark? You've got one team who's feeling really confident about that win against Urbandale, and then you've got the, the Jags who are just cruising along, and all of a sudden you run into yeah. two really talented teams, and now you've got two losses. Our officials are Todd Savage, Scott Cook, and Dave Sutner. We want to thank Ashworth Vision, Construction Professionals, along with Dental Associates, Kemen and Mercy Ones, for supporting our broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're underway as the tip is won by Dowling, and Maroons have the first offensive series. Here's Riedel with it, dribbling, dribbling down the lane, kicks to Simon Daniel in the corner. His three-pointer up and good. He's really grown into that corner three shot. He really likes it, and that time Dowling used that dribble penetration. Good kick out that time as Riedel drew the defense in. Three to nothing, Dowling Catholic over Centennial. And now here's a steal by Riedel. He stepped right in front of Chris Lewis and lays it in. And it's five nothing, Dowling. Well, welcome back, Matt Riedel, huh? How about uh, a nice defensive steal and a layup as well as an assist early on. Buff the ball anticipation there to, to get the steal. Now another steal by Dowling is stolen away by the Maroons again. And that is Sam Hughes coming away with it after a backdoor cut by the Jags. Now Riedel in the lane gets it to Hughes. Sam dribbles to the lane, gets it back to Riedel. Now spins in a lane, shot off the glass, is too strong, no good. And a rebound out to Centennial. And that is Colin McAleer with it. 5 nothing Dowling, and a long three off the back iron, no good by Cruz. And a rebound Dowling and Riedel. Something that uh, Centennial doesn't want to do is come out flat and cold. And Coach Wagner of Dowling talked about energy, and now... A pass saved from going out of bounds nicely by Chris Lewis. Kept the possession line. Lewis gets it back for three. It's no good. Ball slapped around. And now inside, a shot no good by Leo Aguirre, the freshman. Rebound Dowling. Dowling lucky. He almost gave up an offensive rebound that time. Well, it looks sloppy, but the effort is there by the both. 
No Re- question. Now here's Riedel uncontested. He goes right around the defender, and that's Brock Jensen. Uh, Coach Fontana's going to get it. That, that's just not centennial defense that we know there, Mark. No question about it. And uh, So it's 7-0 Dowling, and it's a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. Mark Emmerdale and Mike Swain. And uh, was that Riedel again that went around his uh, defender? And that, that's, that's that He's tough to guard one-on-one, the Maroons. Lucky to have him back after COVID protocol. He's got four of the seven points. He's got a defensive steal and an assist. So <laughs> it's just great to have him back. I'm sure Coach O'Connor's like, you know, where's he been for the past 10 days, 15 days? <laughs> Other games going on in the CIML. And the girls' game's about to ready to get underway as uh, we start about 6.45. So the girls' contest in the CIML, probably a Getting close to the end of the first quarter. Lincoln is at Johnston. Ames at Southeast Polk. Roosevelt at Urbandale. And Hoover at Ankeny. These are all girl-boy doubleheaders. Boys-only game. Second-ranked Waukee at number two, Bellevue West out of Nebraska. That's a 6 o'clock start. Bellevue West ranked 23rd in the nation. And over Valley at Cloud and Fearlows, Mason City at Valley in a boys-only contest. They'll tip off. They tipped off at 630. So that's a look at the CIML. And now we've got a yeah, illegal screen. Right, illegal Mark, uh, that was, I believe, called on Brock Jensen. And I, I didn't see much there, but nonetheless. Uh, a backdoor lob pass to uh, Riggs, and he shoots and scores. Used the basket as a defender, and Ryan Riggs with his first basket, and it's 9 nothing Dowling. Well, Dowling cleared the side. There was no defensive help behind. Just an easy toss over the top of the defender. Here's Aguirre with it. He goes down the line. It's stolen away by Dowling. Three on two to Greta Keeney. He'll slam it home. The assist from Matt Riedel. Uh, you couldn't draw up a better start for Dowling. 11-0 Dowling. And now the lid is off the basket as Aguirre, the freshman, knifes through there for Centennial. Yeah, that was a big shot there. Centennial needed something to go down, finally getting a three to drop. Leo Aguirre comes in averaging 10 points a contest. Riedel for three, and that's good. Riedel just, he's four out of 31 for the season. How about that? You don't think he's excited to be back here playing and starting for this team? He was shooting just 13% from three, and he drains one early. A corner three on the left side, no good by Chris Lewis. And the rebound out to Dowling. The Maroons lead at 14-3. to three. Here's Simon Daniel for three. Good! His second three of the night. Talk about confidence. This Dowling team right now, they, they are feeling it. The bench is going crazy. And now underneath, and they feed a Gary, and it's shot up in good. Great dribble penetration that time by Jerron Cruz. Yeah, and that's what Ankeny Centennial has to do more of. Good job by Cruz there. I think they've been settling too much for outside shots, Mark. Well, look at your keys. I don't remember some of these keys on there for Dowling. I have to look at <laughs> that again. Here's Riggs spins in the lane. He went right around the freshman at Gary, and he scores. Riggs from the right side. He's got four points. 19 to 5 Dowling. Cruz with it. Jerron kicks it back to Aguirre. Right side it goes to Chris Lewis. Lewis guarded by Riedel. Jump stops in the lane. Shuffling his feet there. Brock Jensen with it for three. It's no good. Fight for the rebound. And save from going out of bounds. Into the hands of Aguirre for three. Good. The freshman drains it. That's his fourth three of the year. Well, you got to get McAleer a lot of credit that time for getting that offensive board and creating that three-point opportunity. 19-8, to eight, Dowling by 11. Runs with the basketball, Riedel at the left elbow. Gets to Riggs. Dowling will start their offense. Centennial stays man-to-man. 3.20 remaining. Corner three, Gretke up. Good! Are you kidding me? They're on their pace to hit 12 again. <laughs> 
It's just like <laughs> someone turned on a faucet, Mark, and it just keeps running. <laughs> Don't call the plumber, please. Three-pointer up and good by Aguirre. That's his second of the night. And he's matching Dowling basket for basket. And the freshman has 10 points in the first quarter. Now steal by Centennial. They work it down court and a layup up and good. That's Colin McAleer. Believe it or not, that's his first basket and a timeout Dowling. Yeah, sloppy play. Some tired people for the Dowling Maroons <laughs> as Coach O'Connor gets a timeout. Gretke should have just picked up that ball, Mark. You can't, can't try and uh, spin dribble on that. 22-13, Dowling leading Ankeny Centennial here in the first quarter with 2.52 remaining, and up and down, lots of points. Dowling had the first, what, nine, was it nine-nothing? And then it went up a little further than that. The Maroons, I think, had a 13-point lead at one point. Centennial has uh, cut it to nine, causing a few turnovers. And how about the freshman, Aguirre, leading them in scoring with 10 of their 13 points? Yeah, he's had a found a nice stroke from outside. It looks like Centennial is going to go a little bit of a zone here. A little 3-2 look. See if they decide to trap out of this. All right, Dowling in the front court. Mikey Chase into the Dowling lineup for the first time tonight, as is Jalen Moses in the corner. He wears number 40, and now he gets it out to Riedel. Also in there, Andrew Lynch, number 34 for Dowling. Corner three again. Simon off the mark, no good. Fight for the rebounding. Brock Jensen comes away with it, number 25, for Centennial. I'll let pass to McAleer, who has one basket here in this first half, first quarter, rather. With the ball is Jackson Snyder, and he has the ball poked away into the hands of Dowling. Runes now cross-court pass to Chase. Underneath the Lynch is shot up, and an offensive foul called on Lynch. Wow, that was a great pass. Good look inside by Mikey Chase, but I believe that was going to be Colin McAleer who got the charge on Lynch as he lowered his shoulder. So it's 22-13, Dowling with the lead. Under two minutes remaining, first quarter from the Dowling Gym tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we simulcast with CISN on the webcast. Here's Centennial with it. Jackson Snyder off the bench, guarded by Riedel. Stops, pulls it back out, gets to Cruz. Jerron playing with a bum ankle. You can see his right ankle heavily taped. Over to Leo Aguirre, back to Cruz. Now pull-up jumper by Jerron at the free-throw line. No good. Rebound, Riedel and Dowling. Solid defense by Simon Daniel that time. And you can tell that Cruz, he just doesn't have the explosiveness mark that he normally has. That ankle, I think, is having an effect. One foul each. Now Moses for three right wing. It's no good. Offensive rebound. Lynch and a putback up and good. Andrew Lynch cleaning up the board. Now, and that's what we talked about. Centennial's problem, not being able to keep teams off the glass. Andrew Lynch with a nice putback. Lynch with his first basket. Dowling has four made threes here in this first quarter. Long three by uh, Gary. Good, and he's got three made threes in the first quarter for 13 points to lead Centennial. Yeah, I think Dowling's got to make him put the ball on the floor. He can't just let him shoot out there. Riedel for three. It's no good. Ball roll out of bounds. It'll be Centennial basketball with 46 seconds remaining. As Simon Daniel will have a seat on the bench for Dowling Catholic, replaced by Sam Hughes. And Coach Fontana of Centennial, Leo Aguirre, the freshman, will sit down. And he'll be replaced by Tyler Johnson, the 6'2 senior, checking in. There's Cruz in the front court. Jerron looking inside. Now finds his man. That's Tyler Johnson. And a bullet pass results in a basket. That's a great Cruz that time. 
finding his teammate on the block. Dowling just turning their head, losing the defender. Tyler Johnson with the basket, the assist to Cruz, 24-18. Dowling by six with 22 seconds remaining. The Maroons trying to hold for the last shot. Possession error, I believe, favors Centennial. Centennial going to stay in that zone. Let's help them get back in this game a little bit. Here's Moses in the corner. Riedel for three, and it's good. Matt Riedel with his second three of the first quarter. It only hit four coming into the contest, and a shot at the horn is no good by McAleer, and we've come to the end of the first quarter at the Dowling Gym with the score. Dowling 27, Ankeny Centennial 18 in this boys' contest. Earlier tonight, it was the... Centennial girls defeating Dowling 48-40 in a battle of top 10 teams. Back in one minute for the second quarter on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Iowa Catholic Radio is now available on your smart speaker, like the Amazon Echo or the Echo Dot. All you have to do is set up the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. You can listen to Iowa Catholic Talk Radio or music radio whenever you want. Step one, say, Alexa, enable the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. Or enable it through your Alexa app. Step two, say, Alexa, open Iowa Catholic Radio. Step three, Alexa will give you a choice to listen to Iowa Catholic Radio Talk or Iowa Catholic Radio Music. Now enjoy listening to Iowa Catholic Radio through your smart speaker. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadil alongside Mike Stream. Dowling with a little zone to start the second quarter. And a whistle and a foul on Simon Daniel of Dowling. That'll be the second team foul on the Maroons. Maroons lead it 27-18 after leading by 13 early in that first quarter, Mike. I like Dowling going to this 1-3-1 every once in a while. showing a different look. That time, almost a near steal, but Daniel with a little bit of a body there. But what a great first quarter. Dowling to put up 27 in the first quarter, Mark. That's, that's unheard of. Yeah, it is. We haven't seen too much of that. Maroons did not go to the free throw line at all, but uh, they knocked down five threes in that first quarter. Now we got a whistle and a foul underneath. They're going to get Ryan Riggs that time. Missed a blockout assignment. Aguirre got that offensive board. and Again, that's what Coach Fontana has to see more of. Get to the offensive glass if you're the Jaguars. Jackson Snyder. It's the inbounds pass. Gets it to Deron Cruz. Tries to get inside. And the pass to Aguirre is too strong. Out of bounds to Dowling. The turnover against Centennial. And again, one thing they do throughout the year, they value the basketball. Just seven turnovers yeah. for the Jags. Dowling averaging 15. And now both teams exchange turnovers. As Here's a steal by Snyder. Down court. Goes against Simon Daniel. And he'll draw the foul. And Daniel, his second foul. Uh, Hughes just lost the ball there. Opportunity missed. Centennial went back to man-to-man there after playing zone for the last three minutes of that first quarter. 7-13 remaining here in the second quarter. 27-18. Dowling leading Ankeny Centennial. The only time these two teams will play during the regular season. Free throw is good by Jackson Snyder. Snyder, a 72% free throw shooter on the year. And he'll have one more. 
And it's good. He has two points tonight. Full 27 here. Yeah, 27-20, Dowling by seven. Cruz in the backcourt. Guarding Hughes. Now gets it to Riedel. Maddle dribble across the timeline, guarded by Snyder. Coming off the ball screen. They lob it inside to Riggs. Skip pass to Gretke for three. It's too strong, no good. And a rebound, Aguirre, and a backcourt foul on Riggs. Got a little oh. too close. They got him with the knee. That's going to be two on Ryan Riggs. That is just not what you need if you're Coach O'Connor to have your big man fouling almost on the end line after they got the ball. Riggs and Simon Daniel with two fouls each for Dallas. That'll send Riggs to the position. You mentioned Andrew Lynch. Also, or will enter the game. That time, the weak side help was much better for Centennial. When they tried to lob that into Riggs, there was two defenders around him. Dowling drops back to man-to-man defense. We're going to see some both teams kind of change their defense at times. Right now it's man for Dowling, and there's Cruz with it. Four Centennials, they run their offense, and leaves it in the corner for three. It's no good by Snyder. Rebound Dowling. Mikey Chase with it with 6.30 remaining. Chase in the lane, kicks it over to Gretke for three in the corner. Good! The 6.10 senior drills it. That starts with a nice defensive rebound and pushing the ball up the floor by Mikey Chase. Gretke with his second three of the night and his eighth point. Dowling by 10, and now the Jags lose it out of bounds, and now the officials need to get together, yeah. says Michael Connor. I think that was pretty. That's a pretty easy call. That was off of Centennial. We didn't have to go to the review. No, we did not. Because if, if we do, we got we got to bring in our studio producer, our on-site producer, uh, Devin Taylor, you're going to have to uh, do the review for the officials if we need it. <laughs> oh, we can't do that in high school. Never mind. <laughs> All right, down court and a foul on Centennial before the shot. They're going to get Snyder for the foul out on Jackson. Snyder, his first. 6.04 remaining here in the second quarter. 30-20 to 20 is our score. Dowling with the lead. Reminder at halftime, we will join by one of the Dowling Girls basketball coaches, whether it be head coach Kristen Meyer, assistant Joel Danner, Scott Babinat, and maybe Audrey Faber. We'll have to see. And now here's Riedel uncontested down the lane and shoots and scores. Matt Riedel having quite a night. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons by 12. Wow, it's just a poor job of rotation by the Centennial defense. I've seen a couple times Riedel just uncontested down the lane. 12 points for Riedel. Corner three, no good by Brock Jensen. The rebound. No good by Colin McAleer, who struggled tonight. I think Dowling's got somebody assigned to McAleer. Rebound out to Dowling. There's Gretke with it. To Chase. To Riedel. Matt looking for a cutter. Can't find Gretke. Gets it over to Chase. Mikey with it. Out to Riedel. Over to Hughes for three. It's in and out. No good. Sam with the miss. And rebound Ankeny Centennial. Here's Cruz with it. Duran. Pull-up jumper right over Hughes, in and out, no good, and rebound Lynch. Dowling with the ball, the other way we go, Mike. Yeah, some cold shooting by both teams right now. We approach the five-minute mark of the second quarter. Corner three is no good by Chase, and a loose ball foul on Lynch. And the Maroons starting to gather fouls in that post position. Yeah, they've got, uh, that going to be their six-team foul? Second, second on Lynch and two on Riggs. Yeah, so yeah, one thing you don't who. want to do is when, when Centennial Mark is struggling to, you know, score, you certainly don't want to give them opportunities on the line. And guess who? Adam Bialzak, the third post player who got the start on senior night, had a basket in the first quarter. 
He's in for Lynch as both Riggs and Lynch sitting down with two fouls each. Dowling by 12 with 445 remaining. Here's McAleer in the lane. Kicks it out to Derek Smith just in there for Centennial for the first time tonight. 5'8 senior. Reason for McAleer. Dowling stays man-to-man. McAleer coming off a ball screen. Can't get a shot off. Now over to Smith. Derek with it. Back over to Aguirre for three. It's no good. Rebound Riedel and Dowling. One Gary, and done is Centennial. Yeah, Gary had some success from that three-point line, but that was way off. And, again, no black shirts going to the boards. Bialczak with it. Gets it to Gretke. Bialczak on the baseline. It's the inside pivot. Now spins. His shot up, and it's blocked by Aguirre. Drew the foul, and that gets the Dowling bench up as Lil use Adam Bialczak will go to the line. The 6'7 senior working his way and muscling his way in against the freshman, Nagiri. Well, that was a nice job by Adam to feel where the defense was and then pivot around baseline side. Go up strong with that. Bialczak, three for six, the free throw line this season. First one up, no good. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Mercy One, Dental Associates, and Kemen. Alongside Mike Swain, I'm Mark Amadil. Glad you could join us in the Dowling Gym. Game two of our doubleheader. Second free throw, no good by Bialczak. Rebound Centennial. Dowling by 12 with four minutes remaining. Centennial in the front court. They go left to right towards the north basket here at Dowling in their black road uniforms and silver trim. And a three-pointer up and good by Cruz is first. Three points of the night. Well, see if that gets Cruz going there, Mark. That was a just sort of a crossover step back and... Maybe he's going to start heating up here a little bit. Carson Brown to the Dowling lineup, number 32. And on the baseline, pull-up jumper, good. Sam Hughes left alone after the Jags try to take the charge. Immediately down court is McAleer on the baseline. A long three by is no good. Blocked by Riedel, and he gets the rebound. Here the other way we go. With it is Hughes. Gets it to Carson Brown. Carson cut off nicely by uh, Derek Smith. Now to Riedel. His shot up and good with the right hand right around the freshman Aguirre. Riedel has been able to get into that lane whenever he wants. Ankeny has had no answer for him tonight, Mark. 14 points for Riedel. Young man coming off COVID protocol, out for two weeks. Got a point on senior night Friday, and tonight has 14 points in the first half. Three-point on the right. Baseline is good by Brock Jensen, a timeout Dowling. And a 30-second timeout called. Jensen his first three. As Coach O'Connor calls timeout for Dowling. Maroons lead by 10 with 2.54 remaining in the half. Wow, Coach Fontana really needed that three-point basket. They have been struggling on that offensive end. And what's really good for Dowling here, Mark, is that they're, they're sort of maintaining or keeping this lead with Riggs and Simon Daniel on the bench. So two starters with foul trouble, uh, they really haven't needed them. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates. Two minutes, 54 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling Catholic will inbound the ball. Leading Ankeny Centennial, 36-26. The Maroons with a record of 6-7, and seven, unranked in Class 4A. Centennial with the number one seed in their substate. They're ranked eighth. With a record of 10-3, and three. they've lost two in a row. Tough week last week, losing at home to number two, Waukee, on Tuesday, and losing Friday night to number six, Ames, did the uh, Jaguar boys. But hoping to snap that two-game skid tonight here on the road at Dowling, and Maroons leading by 10. And here's Riedel with it, coming off a ball screen by Bialczak. In the lane, 
They work it to Carson Brown. Carson with it over to Riedel. He'll try another three right corner and no good. And the rebound out to Aguirre in Centennial. There's Cruz in the front court. He's guarded by Sam Hughes. Watch that matchup tonight. Here's McAleer over to Aguirre. Aguirre. And he puts a move right on the, the big guy, Bialzak, and scores. Yeah, just using his quickness and a little bit of a mismatch there. Bialzak's going to have a tough time trying to defend him if he puts the ball on the floor. 15 points for Aguirre. And now down the lane and a shot off the glass. Good by Sam Hughes, his fourth point all in the second quarter. I just looked at the Centennial coaching staff. They're all just sort of put their arms up in the air like, why can't we stop the ball? <laughs> well, here's Cruz again for three, and it's good. It rolls around and falls through. And that cuts the Dowling lead to seven. With a minute and a half remaining in the half, Dowling 38, Centennial 31. Carson Brown for three. It's no good. And offensive rebound put back up and good by Jalen Moses. He can knock down the three, and now he can do the offensive rebound. That was huge. And not getting any contact, Mark. That's what I thought was amazing. Uh, Hank, and he Centennial works the ball inside. Mackler shot no good. Ball slapped around. Mackler comes away with it with. Hughes. I believe that's going to be Dowling's ball. And they're going to get uh, Riggs back in for offense-defense time with a minute nine remaining. Bialzak will check out. Adam, 0 for 2 at the free throw line, but gave the Maroons some pretty good minutes with uh, uh, Lynch and Riggs both facing two fouls. And now Simon Daniel back in with two fouls. He'll replace Carson Brown. Yeah, and both of these guys have to understand time and score here. you got a minute nine to go in the second quarter. You don't want to pick up a foul. So if, if they can't convert and coach... O'Connor can't get a timeout. you got to be smart on defense when you come back. Bruins now face full court pressure as Chris Lewis pressures Hughes in the backcourt. Here's Riggs with it, guarded by Aguirre. Triple handoff goes to Hughes. They work it to Simon Daniel. Out to Riedel. 50 seconds remaining in the half, Dowling by nine. Bruins' largest lead was 13 in the first quarter. Looks like maybe Dowling's going to opt to hold for one here. It's awful hard to do against a team that'll guard you. You think Scott DeYoung's uh, defense is pretty good. Coach Fontana's going to guard you beyond the arc. They're going to switch ball screen. Uh, mismatch now as Cruz is guarding Riggs yep, on the do. right block. And Dowling needs to recognize that, but they're going to bring him back out here. And Ankeny Centennial has not switched that. Switched it back, rather. 20 seconds remaining. Riedel on the right side of the floor. A couple steps beyond half court. Oh, five second count, 10 seconds, and now Dowling will start their offense. Here's Riggs with a ball screen for Riedel. Now they lob it into Riggs. Over in the corner goes to Moses for three. Up off the rim, no good. It goes out of bounds off of Lewis. But the horn sounds, and we go to halftime with Dowling Catholic leading Centennial 40-31. to 31. Mike uh, Swaim, I'll tell you what, what a first quarter, what a first half we saw. The Maroons got out to a 9 nothing lead. 9 nothing lead. They put 27 up in the first quarter. Centennial does a much better job of holding them to 13 in that second quarter and also getting on the board Mark, as, as well as Dowling played in that first half. Still only a nine-point game. I mean, this thing yep. is nowhere even close to being decided. And I thought Centennial battled and, and hit some big threes down the stretch, especially with Cruz. Well, they battled to a 13-13 tie in that second quarter, but Dowling Catholic... A 27-18 advantage at the end of the first quarter, and the Maroons lead it here at halftime, 40-31, alongside Mike Swain. I'm Mark Amadale. We'll be back with our halftime guest, the one and only assistant coach, Scott Babinett, to your right there, Mike Swain. And uh, we'll talk to the Dowling girls assistant coach following our break as the Dowling boys lead Ankeny Centennial, 40-31 here at halftime from the Dowling Gym on Iowa Catholic Radio 
and CISN. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Catholic High School gym alongside Mike Swain and Mark Amadale. Halftime of the boys' contest, and it's Dowling leading Ankeny Centennial 40-31. to And uh, activity going on on the floor here at Dowling Catholic. Senior night, senior week going on here at Dowling. And it'll be the Dowling Catholic dance team being recognized on the floor on senior night. And CISN will have uh, the live presentation from Denny O'Grady, the Dowling Catholic PA announcer. And we'll continue our conversation up here. Scott Babinett, we're splitting webcasts with radio. We do one thing, they do another. We try to help them out. We all get along. Kind of like practice with you. Right. Scott Babinett, thanks for joining us. And uh, thank you for uh, being up here tonight. And uh, good to be here. You're the one that drew the short straw. Because last time (laughs) over at Southeast Polk, they sent Danner. And then he got lost in the parking lot on the eastern side of Polk County. (laughs) So they're they're content with uh, Coach... Coach Meyer sending you up, and uh, what a game tonight. Dowling and Ankeny Centennial. We're used to playing them home and at home, but tonight it was up here, and the Jags with the win, 48-40 in game one, and uh, that sets up tomorrow with all the announcements of who's going to go where and all the girls' right. regionals in 5A, but <laughs> that's, an- that's another thing. Right. What a game it was tonight. Coach, you led most of the game. I'm looking at the quarter scores. You're going to halftime, leading by two, well-executed play, and then uh, you know, Centennial got you in that uh, – Four quarter, yeah. twenty-one to ten at the. Uh, yeah, it was a one-point game, and going to the last minute, I think, and yeah. then we, you know, we missed a couple possessions, and we ended up having to foul. And uh, Maggie Phipps is just excellent from the free throw line, and they execute so well in those situations. So it's a good, always a good, tough defensive game for them. And you know, I thought this, we hung with them pretty this well. This is the time of year you look at your team, and right now you're a nine and five. So you played fourteen games. You'll have a fifteenth game. On Friday night, you take on Johnson for the second time. They're going to be ranked one or two. They probably have a sour taste in the mouth because they got beat last Friday by or last Thursday by a Waukee. But uh, you play some pretty good competition when you look at the CIML Central Conference: we Southeast Pole, Waukee Valley. Added this year, they'll go right. along with oh, the defending state champion right. Johnson, <laughs> Urbandale, who we found out can defend some right. people, and oh, of course Dowling. So uh, you got to get you got to get better each week, and I see we that. You don't know it so much by the competition, but I see that with this group. I like your three guards, McVeigh, uh, Tobias, and Wishman. And, of course, uh, you know, Bowles is Bowles. Lexi has just done a great job getting her shelf ready for this year. And then Emma Gipple, what more can you say about Emma? She's a hard fighter. It's it's been, you know, like tonight, it was just 
both teams were hard-nosed on the defensive end. I think we'd given up nine points a quarter going in the fourth and then 21 in the fourth, mm-hmm. uh, really. And, but, again, it just got away. But they they were fortunate. They had a couple girls hit threes that came into the game, I think, two for eight on the season and zero for zero. And those things kind of happened. We just couldn't stretch it. Like you said, we led most of it. We just couldn't stretch it beyond two or three possessions to make it hard for them. Well, you knew it was going to be a low-scoring game. Yes. Scott DeYoung leads Class 5A in defense. 33.2 right. points per game is all Centennial. Hey, you guys got 40 on them. Right. And you could have right. had a few more, you know, with uh, turnovers and such. But woulda, coulda, all that good stuff. Now you're getting set for Johnson on Friday. And how's practice going to go? Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday to get ready for Johnson, maybe a walkthrough on, on game day. Mm-hmm. Talk about the preparation for the Dragons for the second time. Well, we talked after the game. You know, we, had, we missed some easy shots throughout the game, and then we were 2 for 16 from the three-point line and 10 for 16 from the line. So, we, you know, we've got to finish off defensive possessions. The first half alone, I know we gave up nine points on seven offensive rebounds. And so, you know, the difference of them having – 21 and a half as opposed to 12 was huge, you know, so we've got to finish off. I thought we did really well defending. We just didn't finish off a lot of those defensive possessions that would have given us the stretching of the lead that we needed to make their defense well, open you, up more. Sure, well, and, and you, you have to do that. You have your starters, but you also have uh, depth. I think Julia Moore gives you that instant offense. Right. Comes in with the left hand. Right. It's, it's a change of pace for uh, the opposing team, and then Olivia Bailey's been playing well in the post, and uh, the other gal who's healthy again, that's Lauren Frerich, right. she missed the first seven weeks with a foot injury, right. injured it against <laughs> Southeast Polk, and then is back tonight and right. gave you a little bit off the bench. Okay. I know, it, you know when you're playing a team like Centennial, you better be ready to play offense and defense, so I, I like your rotation. It's just a matter of who's getting hot and who's the right, right. rotation in there, and that's what you and the right. coaching staff have to figure out. <laughs> we do, we do, and it's just a matter of putting the skill level to the, you know, we needed to attack downhill and we'd start and then we'd kick out and miss a couple passes that turned into turnovers, unfortunately. And again, it's just those things, those little things, a lot of little things made the difference tonight for us. Scott Babinette is our guest here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN is he's the assistant girls coach at Dowling Catholic. You're there with uh, Mr. Danner and the other assistant that uh, Coach Meyer brought in, some gal named Audrey Faber. <laughs> now, do you guys, the coaches play like two-on-two against uh, no. you, you and Bab, you, you and uh, Danner take on Meyer and uh, Faber? Does that work out that way? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Audrey and I always say we have bad ankles, so we kind of stay out of it, but... We have a yeah. trainer. We have an all. We have a Hall of Fame trainer in Del Lark. He'll get you fixed up. I, well, that's true. But if I <laughs> hurt my ankle, I'd be done. <laughs> Scott, again, uh, appreciate you coming up. Appreciate all you do, and that's well, something we're not going to get the uh, assistant coaches up here. We've had Coach Wagner Nahas on the boys' side with Coach O'Connor, and uh, we've, we've we've talked to Joel over at. I mentioned the situation right. over at Southeast Polk. He did finally get home. You yeah. know that because <laughs> uh, he got lost, but. Uh, you and uh, Audrey helping out Kristen. It, you know, it's a labor of love. Uh, you know, there's no pay in this. It's just a, a love for basketball, a love being around high school kids, a love to see kids progress. And we've been doing this now since I think Kristen took over. Right. So that's been, what, five years now? Yeah, since I moved back to Iowa. Yeah, it's a, it's actually a privilege to be able to work here and with uh, great people. And the kids are wonderful. I mean, they just could ask for better kids and they want to learn and they want to get better and you know sometimes it's hard to get on them because you know they're not messing up on purpose but you know <laughs> they they know we love them they know we care about them and that's you know 
it's not just about basketball. It's about influencing lives for their future as well. No question. Now, you said you got back to Iowa. You were on the West Coast, weren't you? The, I was for 27 coast? years, yeah. <laughs> you got tired of all the shaking and the mudslides and the fires and you just come back to Iowa. Huh? I just couldn't afford it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Coach. Well said. Well, Scott, we appreciate you coming up. Thanks for all you do. Scott Babinat is our guest. And uh, Anybody want to give a shout-out before we take uh, a break? No, nobody knows me. Nobody knows you. <laughs> it's all on the West Coast, folks. There's a reason why he left the West Coast, probably. Right, step ahead of the posse. <laughs> Thanks for all you do, Scott. All right, thank you. Scott Babbitt, our guest. We'll take a break. Halftime score of the boys contest. Dowling 40. Centennial 31 back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, underway in the second half. Centennial with the basketball. A shot in the lane, no good by McAleer. Might have been blocked by Hughes. Centennial with the rebound. It forces a shot by Aguirre. It's no good. And then a put back up and good. And I think that was Brock Jensen. Uh, it's Chris Lewis, Lewis actually, who, who got that. And just no block out that time by Dowling. He just went right down the lane, Mark. Lewis? Riggs gets it inside for Dowling. So both teams trading baskets. Riggs with six points as we're underway here in the third quarter. 42-33 Dowling. Centennial with the ball. Cruz with it. He gets underneath and a shot up and good by the freshman Leo Aguirre. Uh, this is much better offense that we are seeing by Ankeny Centennial tonight. You and I both said something. They're <laughs> going to come out ready to play here in this third quarter, Mark. And you haven't missed the mark there, my friend. Dowling with the ball. Here's Reed looking for a backdoor cut by Hughes. Can't get it to him. Now Riggs with it. Spins in the lane. Gets in the corner to Gretke. Jack for three. Good! Right over Colin McAleer. And we got a, a, a net that's caught. But how about that? Gretke with his third three of the night. He's got 11 points. Wow, that was a good kick out again. Centennial very aware of where Riggs is at. And they collapsed on him. But he was able to find his teammate in the corner. 45-35. Dowling with the lead. The Maroons have led by as many as 13. Centennial looking for their first lead. Cruz for three. It's no good. Rebound Dowling and Hughes. Maroons snapped a three-game losing streak with a win on senior night Friday night, 65-47 over Urbanville. They come in well, winning four of the last eight or losing four of the last eight. Gretke for three. It's short. Rebound by Riggs. They say it went off the hands. Of Centennial's Chris Lewis, and it'll be Dowling possession. Oh, good hustle that time by Ryan Riggs. Again, one of those <laughs> those balls that get away from Centennial has got to drive the coaching staff crazy when they start looking at those rebound stats, Mark. Yeah, certainly. Maroons led 40 to 31 at halftime, and now Riedel in the lane. And they're going to call Riedel for the travel. 
Yeah, that was good defense by Cruz. It was going to be a turnover anyway. Even if Riedel didn't travel, Cruz had the ball. Centennial in a hurry. They get it in the front court. On the baseline to Leo Aguirre with 15 points at halftime. Now it's 17. And now another steal by Dowling underneath. And reverse layup no good by Hughes. Ball's out of bounds. And they say it was touched by Gretke. It'll be centennial possession. Well, that was really good defense by Colin McLear. He did a nice job of not going up and not fouling Hughes. Really made it very difficult. Had to do the under-the-basket maneuver for the layup. and well, He forced Hughes on a reverse layup. Yeah. And he, and he, I don't think he was ready for it. Centennial was led by Aguirre with 15 points at halftime. And now a three-pointer good by Brock Jensen. That's his second three of the night for six points. His 18th of the year. Uh, so you can hear the Centennial bench. Oh, yeah. They know that they're right back in this game here. Aguirre with 17 points. Jensen with six. Lewis with two. Jackson Snyder off the bench for four. We're just going through Centennial scoring. Tyler Johnson for two off the bench. McAleer held the two. And Jerron Ger Cruz with six points to lead Centennial. That's really good recognition. They doubled Riggs. They were not going to let him catch that ball. So Hughes was just wide open. He stepped up and nailed the three. And that's what you're going to do if they're going to double-team Riggs down in that post. Hughes with his seventh point of the night and his seventh three of the year. 48-38, Dowling by 10. Cruz for three. Top of the key. It's no good. Riedel with the rebound. I mentioned closing out the Centennial stats the first half. Two for two were Centennial at the free throw line. Dowling was 0 for 2 in the first half at the line. We'll go through the Dowling scoring in the first half. We get a break as the ball goes out of bounds. Pass intended for Riggs, but it bounced off the shoe of Aguirre. Yeah, Dowling being patient, trying to get Riggs down to that block area where Dowling has a huge size advantage over the Centennial Jaguars. They lob it inside to Riggs, and his layup good with a soft right hand over Chris Lewis. That's a really nice inbounds play that time. Good patience by Hughes, waiting for Riggs to get open. He has eight points, does Ryan Riggs. Now a shot up and no good by Centennial's Mackler, who's struggling tonight. Just uh, two points as... Colin comes in averaging 10 and a half. Now a baseline shot 15 feet out is Riggs. It's good. And he's got 10 points now in double figures for Dowling Catholic. The Maroons lead is now 14. They're largest of the night. Well, right when Centennial had this down to seven mark, there it was a little bit momentum, and Dowling has answered that. And they went dry from the field. Now a three-pointer, no good by Chris Lewis, the junior with the miss. Rebound Dowling. Here's Riedel in the front court. Dribble handoff to Simon Daniel. Works the left side. They're going to call him for the carry as he was kind of winding up to go right around Jaron Cruz and he carried the basketball. Wow. Centennial has missed three straight three pointers after starting out this, this quarter, really <laughs> cutting, moving the ball well. And uh, I just don't like the way the direction of the offense is going here. Marins were led by Matt Riedel with 14 points in the first half. 10 points right now for Ryan Riggs, 11 points for Jack Redicke, and 7 points for Sam Hughes. Mikey Chase has yet to score. And then round out scoring. Andrew Lynch off the bench with 2 points. Jalen Moses with 2 points. And Bialzak went 0 for 2 off the bench for Dowling in the first half at the free throw line. 52-38 Dowling, 3.15 remaining here in the third quarter in the Dowling gym. In the CIML non-division game, and now Aguirre kind of forced it there. The freshman tried to go through Riggs, 
<laughs> and Jalen Moses and didn't get anything on the shot, and the loose ball came away by Dowling with Moses. And here's Mikey Chase with it, dribbles in the lane, stops, and now, oh, nice up and under by Mikey Chase around Jerron Cruz. You normally see that out of a 6'8 guy, not a 6'2 guy. Who like, taught him that? I'm, I'm, I know it wasn't Nahas that taught him that. I know that. And underneath, and a strong move to the basket, good by McAleer, his fourth point. Yeah, nice drive that time by McAleer. Again, I think that's what how <laughs> Centennial has to attack here. Try to soften up this defense by getting in the paint. Seen that move out of Mikey Chase this year. We did last possession. Here's Riggs, left block. And a turnaround hook shot, good, right over Aguirre, the freshman. Really nice that time. Good recognition. No double team that time, so Riggs had a clear shot. Good little jump hook. 12 points for Riggs. Corner three, up and good as both teams exchange baskets. And that's a corner three by Brock Jensen. I think that's his third here in this third quarter, maybe his second, but he's... It's third of the game, Coach. Okay, he's, uh, he's had two here in this quarter. Yep, he's got nine points, Brock Jensen, the... Senior usually comes off the bench, but forced to start tonight due to the injury to uh, Kelling. And now on the baseline, shot up and good by Hughes. Yeah, didn't even use the glass that time. That was a really tough angle. And got the friendly bounce. We saw that in the first game. And now a minute 40 remaining. Cruz for three, no good. Rebound out to McAleer. And Centennial keeps possession. And now here is the freshman, and he has the ball fall out of his hands at Geary. Tried to dribble down, and now the pass by Mikey Chase to Moses out of bounds, and it'll be Centennial basketball. But, uh, you know, Aguirre took a power dribble and then shot the ball, and Riggs was right there, and it went, rolled right out of his yeah, hands. Just, just fell right out. And the turnover caused another because Dowling comes down court, and they threw it away. So both teams exchanged turnovers. Minute yeah. 26. They didn't have numbers that time, Mark. I would have yeah. liked to see Dowling pull it out a little bit with a minute 23. And... Here in the third quarter, 58-43, Dowling by 15. This is their largest lead of the contest. Three-pointer right side, no good by McAleer, and a rebound Dowling. Here's Riedel with it to Mikey Chase. Riedel has it right side, guarded by Cruz. Duran playing on that uh, injured ankle, and he's uh, weathered the storm tonight. And now Lynch for three, top of the key, and it's no good by Dowling. Jensen with the rebound, and Centennial the other way as they go to the south basket. Now Cruz dribble drives, and an ankle looked pretty good there. Bowled his way through. Jerron with his eighth point. That was a nice take. He's been settling for threes, Mark. I think that's what he needs to do there. I think he can get to the basket whenever he wants. Dowling with the ball, and here's Riedel. And we got a timeout called by Dowling. And it'll be Dowling basketball out of bounds underneath the basket. It'll be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here with 39 seconds remaining. 58-45 is our score. Dowling leading eighth-ranked Ankeny Centennial as... Other games tonight in the CIML. These are all girl-boy doubleheaders. Lincoln is at Johnston. Ames at Southeast Polk. Roosevelt at Urbandale. And Hoover at Ankeny. Of course, the Ames uh, Southeast Polk game also being carried on CISN. That's a good matchup. Ames, that, that boys' contest is going to be... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it will. And uh, boys' only game? Well, it's in Nebraska, out in Bellevue. Two-and-a-half-hour trip for Coach Oles and the Waukee boys ranked second. You think they're ranked first. <laughs> AP sports writers say different. They're taking on number two Bellevue West out of Nebraska, the number 23 team nationally with a record of 18-1. and one. And that game started at uh, 6 o'clock in Bellevue, Nebraska. So we'll get an update on that as we're out of the timeout. Dowling with the ball. They tried to get Riedel inside, but really good defense. And now a turnover by Daniel. 
And it'll be Centennial basketball. With 25 seconds remaining, Maroons by 13. 72-32, Southeast Polk leading Ames. Girls. Is that the girls game? Yes. Okay, girls game. Thank you. We're, I keep forgetting we're not in sync with the rest of the league. That that would be shocking we had the, if that was a boys' yeah, score. We had, the, we had the 5 o'clock girls tip and our boys' game going on here. Centennial holding for the last shot. That makes more sense. I'd like to see Cruz take this off the dribble and try and get inside the paint. He's going to get a ball screen here by Jensen. He comes off the Jensen ball screen. Leaves it underneath for Tyler Johnson, broken up by Dowling with three seconds. Down court goes Hughes. His shot off the glass. Good at the horn. Mighty. I'll tell you what. Hughes did a tremendous job, Sam, with the basket at the horn. There was a lot of contact there. Could have went either way. Block, charge. In fact, well they just said. decided to go no call, and the basket counts. 11 points for Sam Hughes. We come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Dowling 60 and Centennial 45. Along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadale here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. This is Matt Wilkham, Executive Director for Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for the many gifts and notes of encouragement we receive every day from listeners who are impacted by the positive message on Iowa Catholic Radio. Remember, our Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 22nd. Please prayerfully consider a pledge of $30 a month by calling 515-223-1150 or at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you again, and may God bless you for your generosity. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Mike Swain, as we start the fourth quarter. Dowling with a 15-point lead over eighth-ranked Ankeny Centennial. Greta Key for three. It rolls off the rim no good. And a rebound out to Brock Jensen. Dowling outscoring Centennial 20-14 to in that third quarter. Now there's a block shot by Sam and Daniel as Cruz has his shot block. Rebound out to Dowling. And a rebound, a lob pass to Greta Key, and he can't get it to... Get the dunk down and rebound the other way to Centennial. Jackson Snyder with it. Up top it goes to Tyler Johnson to Cruz. Drawn, guarded by Riggs. Jump stops in the lane, tries to leave it for his teammate Tyler Johnson. Out of bounds to Dowling. And what a third quarter by Dowling. I know you were talking about, uh, you know, the execution at times, Mike, but the Maroons end up outscoring Centennial 20-14. I, I thought they, they got down to seven where this thing felt like maybe mm-hmm. Centennial is going to make a little run. And Dowling pushed it right back up and hasn't looked back. And I know I'm going to regret saying this, Mark, but with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, do you know that we have zero fouls in this half? I just By noticed that. Yeah, I just zero noticed fouls. That. Simon Daniel for three in the right wing. It's good on the baseline. Simon, with his third three of the night, he's got nine points. <laughs> Maroons are 0 for 2 from the free throw line. Centennial is 2 for 2. Corner three up and good. That's Jackson Snyder for three. For the Jags. And Jackson with his fourth, fifth point of the night. He's got a pair of free throws. That's 63-48 Dowling. There's Hughes. Sam down the lane. Layup no good. He drew the foul. And that'll be on Jackson Snyder. 
And that will be his second. So what'd you say about fouls? <laughs> uh, huh? Centennial can afford to be <laughs> aggressive, Mark. I mean, it, if they're going to try and get back into this thing in this, this quarter, they've got to be trying to go for steals and double teams. If you get a foul, you get a foul. Fouls to give. Absolutely. Dowling's got plenty of them. <laughs> Free throw good by Hughes. Sam with his first free throw tonight. He's got 12, make it 13 points for Sam. Came in averaging just under six points. Leads a team, one of the team leaders, with an 85% free throw average. That's for Mike Swain numbers back in the day. Now underneath, and a nice little give and go. The assist to Jackson Snyder, and the basket good by Tyler Johnson. And he'll go to the line for an and one, foul on Dowling. Yeah, at that point, you'd just rather have... Simon Daniel, just let him go. You are beat. Let him score. Now you get an opportunity to make a free throw, maybe set up a press. Yeah, it's, it's free throw no good by Tyler Johnson. He has four points. Rebound Dowling. 6.15 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 65.50 Dowling by Centennial. And now... How about that underhand scoop shot by Riggs from the left side with the right hand? The basket's good. Foul on Tyler Johnson. He's got such a great touch. And even with that angle, he was pushed all the way out by Johnson, but still with those long arms, Mark, able to get that thing to fall. Riggs now with 14 points and a chance for an and one here. Second team foul on Centennial. That was, we got three fouls on the board after you said that uh, Magic... The announcers aren't supposed to do that. Riggs missed the free throw, gets his own rebound, puts it back up underhand, and he tries to flush it through, missed it, and he drew the foul. He'll get Brock Jensen after Riggs missed the free throw and three offensive rebounds. Missed the free throw, <laughs> missed the putback, missed the dunk. I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen That pretty much sums up Ankeny's rebounding right there. Coach Fontana said, worried about you guys and those long arms and uh, height. Free throw good by Riggs. Now he has 15 points. Coach Montana making sure someone has shooter. 68-50. Second free throw is no good. And now we've got a foul on Centennial. And that's going to get Coach Fontana up. Yeah, he's not happy about that. Oh. Gretke, the referee thought Gretke sort of got undercut. Undercut, that's uh, what it is. Yeah. Snyder will pick up the foul as fourth. Now 68-50 is our score. Dowling by 18. They lob it into Riggs. The free throw line goes around Aguirre. Tries to get underneath two. Riedel, and it's poked out of bounds by Jackson Snyder. It'll be Dowling possession. Yeah, right idea. That's just a tough pass to handle, though. Is it just me, or we've been in this baseline for quite a while? <laughs> it's just me? <laughs> this possession has been forever. Gretke for three. It's good. And they ended up getting three and a point out of uh, Riggs. So they got four points on this drive. Well, that has sort of been the story, Mark, for Dowling tonight. It has been, went their way, and now a turnover. Well, no good hustle by Cruz avoiding Gretke, that turnover. Greta Key with his 18th point on his fourth three of the night. That puts him to 24 for the year. It's 71-50, Dowling by 21. Who would have thought this? As the ball was poked out of bounds by Dowling on offense on Centennial's offensive possession. Well, here, Mike. And to be fair with Centennial, I mean they are down a starter, and their other starter is is you know on sort one, of one hobbled leg. by that that ankle. So and that's uh, Cruz, who's guarded by Simon Daniel right now. Jerron with the bum ankle, dribbling to the free throw line, cut off. Now put up a shot. It's no good. Rebound Riggs as he 
takes the ball away from Chris Lewis and Centennial. Another good contest by Daniel. Underneath to Greta Keehan. He'll slam it through. Hughes with the assist and the second duck tonight for Jack. He's got 20 points. Well, just some uncharacteristic play by Centennial, Mark. Not getting back in transition. We haven't seen really the defensive pressure that we're normally accustomed to from Coach Fontana teams. Hughes picks up the foul for Dowling. His first foul number two, team foul number two on Dowling. Free throws coming for Ankeny Centennial. This will be Chris Lewis at the line. Chris, a six-foot junior. And the first one is good, a 60% free throw shooter on the year. And that is his third point of the night. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you by Kemen, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. Second free throw, good. Four points for Chris Lewis. 73-52 is our score. Dowling with the lead. Full court pressure by the Jaguars. Lewis guarding Hughes. And now he gets over to Riedel, guarded by Cruz. Riedel down the lane, layup, good. That's something that Cruz can't do is that bum ankle. You can't play defense like you want to. Yeah, but the lack of help has got to be what's concerning the Jaguars coaching staff. Nobody's sliding over and taking a charge. Riedel with his 16th point. It's his first basket of the second half. 75-52 Dowling. Riedel has been able to get into that paint area whenever he wants tonight. It's good to have him back at full strength. Here's Hughes over to Riedel for three. It's up and off the mark. No good. Ball slapped around and Chris Lewis comes down with it. Centennial with the ball in their front court. As they go right to left in front of us. Lewis going against Hughes. His shot up and good. The foul is on Sam Hughes of Dowling. The basket will count. And Chris Lewis to the basket, to the free throw line. So Hughes picks up his second foul. And Lewis with his sixth point. And a chance for an and one here. And free throw good. He's three for three tonight at the line. All in the second half. Lewis with seven points, and it's 75-55. The Dowling lead is 20 over Ankeny Centennial. Earlier tonight, it was the Centennial girls defeating Dowling 48-40 in game one of our doubleheader. Gretke underneath, and nobody there to stop him, Brock Jensen. He's having a fantastic offensive game tonight, Mark. 22 points for Jack Gretke. 77-55 Dowling, and Alice Steele now cruises hurt. Down court to Simon Daniel, and his shot up no good. Ball might have been deflected by Aguirre, and picked up and scored that time by Gretke, who now has 24 points. And I'm watching Cruz. He sort of ran into his own teammate. He's not moving real well out there. Yeah, he dinged that angle up, ankle up, you can tell. Here's Aguirre with it down the lane, guarded by Simon Daniel. Shot good. Strong move that time by Leo Aguirre. That's 19 points for the freshman. Yeah, he's, he's going to be a nice player, Mark. He can shoot from outside. He's got good body for a freshman physical. Hughes with the basketball down the lane. His shot is no good. The rebound of Geary. Here's Leal in transition. Splits the defenders. The ball goes out of bounds. He tried to go between Riggs and Riedel. And now wholesale substitutions for Centennial. Reese Robinson, the Cruz. freshman coming in, number 44. Also coming in will be Derek Smith, number two. Both teams going to their benches. Brock Jensen returns to the lineup for Centennial. Number 25. Dowling has Bialzak back in there. Adam Bialzak, who played earlier in the contest. Here's Hughes with it. 
Out to Simon Daniel. Under three minutes remaining. Dowling with the lead. 79-57. Now backdoor cut. And a pass by Di- Simon Daniel to Bialzak. Stolen away by the Centennial Jaguars. Evan Bryan in there, number 30, with the steal. Now jumping to the free throw line. A bank shot up and good. The basket will count. Foul on Dowling. That's Chris Lewis again with the basket. He's got nine points and will have a chance at an and one here. Yeah, just not a good foul that time. And I know we just came off of a Dowling turnover mark, but for the most part, Dowling has taken care of the ball tonight. They've done a good job of yes, eliminating have. those turnovers that we've seen so often in these games. Free throw good by Lewis. He's four for four at the line. And he has ten points off the bench. As Tyler Johnson checks in for the Jags. Number five. It'll be Simon Daniel and Matt Riedel in the backcourt for Dowling with Jack Gretke. Also in there for the Maroons, Dylan Smith, number two. Played on senior night, actually got the start. And Jack Gretke. Bialzak cut off at the left block, out to Riedel. Thinks about the three, won't shoot it. Here's Simon Daniel to Bialzak. Back to Daniel. The ball poked away by Derek Smith. And now Daniel's shot no good. Leaves it short and a rebound out to Tyler Johnson. And Centennial and... Transition, the ball poked out of bounds by Dowling as they tried to hit Reese Robinson, the freshman at 6'6", in there for Centennial, wearing number 44. And they couldn't do it. Ball tapped out of bounds, and now Coach Bob Fontana wants a full timeout. We'll take one ourselves. 2.14 remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's Dowling, 79. Ankeny Centennial, 60, here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours. God bless. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadil alongside Mike Swain here in the fourth quarter out of the Ankeny Centennial timeout. 81-60 Dowling is Dylan Schmidt, the senior scores off the bench. Fort Allen Catholic, the other way we go, and Centennial with the ball. McAleer with it, and he drew the foul, and he'll go to the free throw line, Swamer. How about Dylan Smith with a little turnaround jumper in the lane and just a little short jump hook, gets on the scoring board? We were at commercial, yeah. so we, we, we missed it on the TV. Maybe TV got it, I'm not sure. Johnson at the free throw line. Tyler tonight with four points. And the second free throw is good. He goes one for two at the line. He now has five points, 81-61, Dowling by 20. And the Maroons knock uh, ahead of eighth-ranked Ankeny Centennial 
For the Jaguars, they play at Mason City Friday night in a girl-boy doubleheader. Then Saturday, they have their makeup game. They'll play the 1 o'clock game against Roosevelt. Underneath, Bielzak scores! How about that? Adam Bielzak pounds his way in there for the basket. Great move by Bielzak. That's his second one that he's had. He had another one in that first half where he was able to draw contact, missed the free throws, but how about the bench going crazy? This bench in front of us, I know it's not on our camera, and of course it's hard to describe on radio, but they are going nuts. A lot of the starters on the bench for Dowling and showing their enthusiasm for one of their 10 fellow seniors, Adam Bielzak. We've got a minute left in the contest, 83-61 Dowling here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN tonight as we simulcast. We'll do the same on Friday as Johnston comes to the Dowling gym. And now reverse layup with the left hand good by Derek Smith. That's his first basket of the night here, Swimmer. Yeah, nice move that time coming right. across the basket. Just a little flip. Smith, a 5'8 senior. Underneath, a shot no good by Dylan Smith of Dowling. Foul at half court, reaching foul by Carson Brown. I think that was on purpose to get yeah, fellow well, teammates was... in. <laughs> he took the bullet, did Carson. And he'll check out, as will be all, Zach. Jalen Moses also checking out, checking in for the Maroons. Evan Curran, number 52, also in there, number 50, David Roberts. Roberts, a junior, and Curran, a junior. And now underneath, a shot no good by Derek Smith, the rebound Dowling. The Maroons with it. This is Charlie Stewart in the front court. Him and his twin brother in the lineup. And a long three by Evan Curran is no good. Rebound David Roberts. A good pass. Underneath to uh, Stewart. His shot is uh, partially blocked. Now the rebound out to Centennial with seven seconds remaining. This is Evan Bryan going to dribble out the uh, contest. He'll launch the three, and it's off the mark. No good. Rebounded by David Roberts. That'll do it. 83-63. The final. Dowling Catholic knocks off. Number one seed and number eighth ranked Ankeny Centennial. Can you believe that? My goodness, that is kind of a surprise. What well, might point lead? I think this is as dominant performance as Dowling has had this year. Their, their other great win is against Valley. Mm-hmm. but I, Also I, a number one seed. I believe this was a more complete win tonight, and they got balanced scoring defensively. I thought they played really well. Uh, they limited their, their turnovers, and then, of course, they just controlled the boards. Uh, Centennial was never a factor on either side. We, we saw one possession, Mark, where Dowling ended up getting four or five offensive boards, a couple off of a free throw, and it was just uh, all Dowling from the beginning as they jump out to a 9 nothing lead and really never looked back. And I'm watching Jerron Cruz walk off, Mark, with his ankle tape. And that's just not a great sign if you're a Centennial Jaguar fan. Yeah, he, uh, he had that happen on Friday night against Ames, and uh, Coach Fontana pulled him in the fourth quarter, and tonight he's got his – you know, ankle tape. Yeah, valiant yeah. effort by Cruz tonight, Mark, playing no through that that injury. And we hope that uh, he's got enough time here, hopefully, to get healthy and that they can get all of their players back for a run at the sub-state. Well, when you're a number one seed, you know you're going to get a week off. But That's until right. then, for Centennial, up next Friday, they uh, play at Mason City in a girl-boy doubleheader. Then on Saturday, a girl-boy doubleheader, but actually a boy-girl doubleheader beginning at 1 o'clock at the Centennial Gym. With Roosevelt coming to town, boys game at 1, girls at 2.30. The next week, boys only games, Centennial at home against North. That'll be senior night next Tuesday, a week from tonight on February 16th. And they'll finish out the season February 19th, that last Friday, home against Urbandale. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons 
will host number four, Johnston, on Friday. We'll have both games on CISN.TV and Iowa Catholic Radio. The Maroons will host Cedar Rapids Kennedy on Saturday, 1 o'clock here at the Dowling Gym, and the Maroons finish off next week, uh, Thursday, at 5th-ranked Council Bluffs Lincoln. We'll have that on Iowa Catholic Radio at 6 o'clock from Council Bluffs, and they'll finish out the next night, Friday, February 19th at Des Moines East. That rounds out the Dowling Boys schedule. We'll take a break along with Mike Swain, Mark Emmerdale. We'll start our post-game show coming up here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Final score in the boys' contest, Dowling 83, Ankeny Centennial 63. Back after these messages for our post-game show on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN-TV. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym postgame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. As we simulcast tonight, Mark Amadale, Mike Swain, and uh, what a night for uh, Dowling Catholic. I'm heading up the scoring here, Mike. Four players in double figures for the Maroons, and Simon Daniel, one point for being in double figures, making it the fifth Maroon, but uh, hard to believe. 83-63, Dowling by 20 over Centennial. And uh, that's good news, especially when you're getting all the pieces of your puzzle back, as Dowling uh, has done here in the last few weeks, especially with the Riedel return after a COVID protocol. He played a little bit Friday, and now he's uh, started and played a lot tonight. And uh, that's good news for Dowling. I think this team is starting to get it offensively, Mark. They put together back-to-back. Well, actually, you go back to that Southeast Poke game where they played very well offensively. Yes, they Granted, they didn't get the win, but you've got that one. Then you've got the Urbandale game where they played really well and then tonight. Just a total team performance, and if you're a Dowling coaching staff, you've got to feel really good about the momentum and where this thing is going, and now you have an opportunity, Mark, as a ranked Johnson team coming in here on Friday night to be able to really put a, a statement here on this this run of games uh, and, and be able to do something, beat two ranked teams in one week. That would go a long way for this Dowling team heading into the postseason. You know, we talked about the, the keys to the game, Mike, the uh, sponsored and presented by DeArmond, Ford Indianola. And I look at yours, and you said, uh, for Centennial, to win, they must rebound better on both ends. We didn't see that a lot tonight. Of course, we don't have the rebound statistics, but Dowling offense and defensively just dominated the board, especially on that one scenario, that sequence where Riggs missed a free throw and got several offensive rebounds out of that. Yeah, I, I agree. And then when you look at those Dowling keys that we talked about, it, starting inside and working that went with, there were threes, but they came at great times, Mark. And I tell you, once we saw a couple go in, it was just sort of like an avalanche. Everybody wanted to get into the act. And the second straight game where Dalian has shot the ball really well, right now it's amazing what a team's confidence level can, can do. 
And when you start playing defense and you start rebounding, you get good offensive motion and then kickouts and those threes, that basket just looks huge. And that's what I think we're starting to see with this Dowling team the last couple of nights offensively. Greta Key and Simon Daniel have knocked on those open shots made by dribble penetration. Tonight, unofficially, I have them for 10 threes to go along with 12 against Urbandale on Friday. That's uncharacteristic of Dowling throughout the year, shooting that well. It's coming at the right time. This was a team earlier on in the year, Mark, that was hitting 28% of their threes. Yeah. I mean, you're you know not 22 in the last two games. So let's take a look at the scoring tonight before we close things out from the Dowling gym. Again, the final, uh, Dowling Catholic 83, Ankeny Centennial 63, as we uh, bring the game on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. The girls' game was won by Centennial 48-40. to And for the visitors from Ankeny Centennial, the eighth-ranked uh, Jaguars' record falls to 10-4, and and uh, their next game will be this Friday night as they travel to Mason City for a girl-boy doubleheader. And the Jags were led tonight by uh, the freshman, Leo Aguirre, with 19 points. Uh, he was followed by Chris Lewis with 10 points, Brock Jensen with 9, 5 points for Tyler Johnson, uh, Jerron Cruz with 8 points on a battle net ankle injury, 4 points for Colin McAleer, Derek Smith with 2 points as the Jaguars went 7-9. You mentioned that on your, pre, uh, on your keys, Mike. Uh, convert the free-throw line. Jags were only shooting 49% the last two games, but tonight they only got their nine times and made seven. Right, not enough, and it just couldn't convert. A lot of those three-point misses, they had nobody in there for, for offensive rebounds, and uh, it's tough when you got a, a couple guys down, Mark. A starter that didn't even play, didn't even suit up on crutches, and then uh, Cruz, just, we, you could tell he was just limited tonight with that ankle. So I, I give him a lot of credit, a lot of toughness coming out and playing through that. Well, Cruz gutted it out, and uh, rightly so for uh, Centennial and head coach uh, Bob Fontana, the senior, playing on that injured ankle. For Dowling, the Maroons had four players in double figures, led by Gretke with 24 points tonight as he knocked down four threes in the contest. He was followed by Matt Riedel with 16 points, 15 points for Ryan Riggs, 13 points for Sam Hughes, 9 points for Simon Daniel as he hit the three threes on the evening. And then rounding out scoring for Dowling, uh, two points each for Dylan Schmidt, Mikey Chase, Andrew Lynch, Jalen Moses, and uh, Adam Bialzak, all with uh, two points each. The Maroons went, ten, went three. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org.
Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours. God bless. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Apologize for those technical difficulties. Final score in the boys' contest, Dowling Catholic 83, Anking Centennial 63. As the Maroons improve their record to 7-7 seven and seven on the season, they're the number two seed in their uh, 4A regional, which comes out tomorrow. The brackets and the uh, seedings all come out tomorrow. The Maroons understand the two seed. Valley got the one. For Centennial, Anking Centennial, they fall to 10-4 and four with the loss tonight. They're eighth ranked in Class 4A, and uh, they are the number one seed in their sub-state with uh, uh, a group of teams, including Ames with the number two seed in sub-state number two. We were going through uh, the Dowling totals, and uh, as we mentioned, the Maroons had four players in double figures led by Jack Gretke with 24 points. Uh, Matt Riedel with 16. Ryan Riggs, 15 points. 13 points for Sam Hughes. And Simon Daniel on a three three-pointers had nine points to lead Dowling tonight. As the Maroons hit 10 threes in the contest, they went three of seven at the free throw line as Dowling picks up and evens their, sheet, their record at 7-7. Seven and seven. And again, this is Mark Hammerdale from the uh, Dowling Gym as we close out this game. Our next broadcast will be this Friday night as uh, Dowling will be hosting Johnston, and we'll be on the air at uh, 445 for the girls' game. That will feature top-ranked Johnston taking on ninth-ranked Dowling. And the boys' contest to follow, the Johnston boys ranked fourth. We'll be on there again, 445 on Friday the final girl-boy doubleheader of the regular season as the postseason begins for the Dowling girls the following week, and the Dowling boys will finish up regular season play. So for everybody involved with our broadcast, that includes the president of Dowling Catholic High School, Dr. Dan Ryan, along with uh, Athletic Director Tom Wilson, uh, Father Ryan Andrew, our, our chaplain here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Colleen Webb and uh, Michael Connor in the athletic office. We thank all of them. And uh, a reminder, our thanks to our studio producers tonight, 
Jeff Piggott and Brady Grimm. Uh, we want to thank all our business underwriters and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio has been broadcasting Dowling Catholic Sports here in our 44th year. Our thanks to the folks at Ankeny Centennial High School, including Athletic Director Scott Garvis, Randy Hoke, and Marge Rasmussen in the athletic office there at Centennial High School. Girls coach Scott DeYoung in his 32nd year of coaching. Head coach Bob Fontana in his 31st year as a boys coach in coaching, and both of them with their eighth year at uh, Ankeny Centennial. Our thanks to Dowling coaches uh, Kristen Meyer and Michael Connor. Our halftime guests tonight uh, were uh, Nick Nick Wagner and uh, Scott Babinett. We want to thank them for joining us, assistant coaches in the Dowling Boys and Girls programs. And again, our next broadcast will be Friday night as we will be on the air at 445. So join us, Dowling hosting Johnson for the second time this year. These two teams meeting here at the Dowling Gym. We'll be simulcasting with our cousins from CISN.TV and we want to thank them for all their great work. Devin Taylor, the producer and Jeff Stark, their cameraman tonight. Our thanks to them for all they do. And our thanks to Pete Tarpey and all the group at uh, CISN.TV and their webcasting team. Once again, this is Mark Amadell for Brady Grimm and for Jeff Piggott and my uh, color commentators tonight. Our thanks to Steve Devenny and Mike Swain. And we'll be talking to you again uh, from the Dowling Gym this coming Friday night. Uh, so join us at 445 for our pregame show. Again, the finals for the final time. In the boys' contest, Dowling Catholic 83, Ankeny Centennial 63. In the girls' contest, it was Ankeny Centennial defeating the Dowling girls 48-40. to For everybody involved, this is Mark Amadale wishing you a safe and blessed, faith-filled evening. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy One. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.